The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is special coverage of the State of the Union Address on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, we're going to try to get this thing right, but there's a lot of moving pieces, and it's going to get confusing really quickly. Hi there, it's Doc Thompson along with Chris Cruz and Jeffy Fisher here for your State of the Union pre-show coverage. We'll, of course, carry the State of the Union, and then we'll have a post-show wrap-up, opinion, and mockery. Just to clarify, there will be mockery before the speech as well. If you have questions, comments, or mockery, we welcome you to join us via Twitter with the hashtag TheBlazeSotu, S-O-T-U for State of the Union, TheBlazeSotu. This is going to get really confusing, but let me try to lay it out as best we can before we get some of your calls as well. Phone lines open, 888-900-3393. That's 888-900-3393. First off, in just under an hour, President Donald J. Trump is slated to give his first official State of the Union address. We have a preview of what it's likely going to sound like. Here it is. Tonight is a very, very special night. I just found out I'm going to be on every single network at the same time. Is this incredible? You have to watch me. The ratings are going to be huge just for the mere fact I'm going to be absolutely everywhere at the same time. And on radio, which I think is great. And this is called the... So, so to the so to, state, state of the, of the oh right. state of the union okay state of the union and I have to tell you right off the bat uh-huh. everything's fantastic mm-hmm. everything's incredible lowest numbers mm-hmm. on unemployment ever stock market through the roof talking consumer about that confidence, stuff. through the roof everything's through the roof businesses are coming back <gasps> billions of dollars are pouring back in okay. you know what I don't even okay. need to do so that's, the state of the union I just did it so Every- anyways that's what it's likely going to sound like but there will be a democratic response from Massachusetts representative Joe Kennedy and I imagine it's going to sound something like er uh, uh Russia uh hate er uh, uh Mueller or uh, Trump hands, or uh, something like that. Because that's all I can imagine they're going to say. Russia, some maybe golden shower, something like this. This will all be in there. But then, at some point, following the official State of the Union and the Democrats' response, there will be the unofficial Democrat response from Bernie Sanders. No, there's no division That'll in the de- there's no division in the Democratic Party. Just so you know. No, this is unofficial. This is just his uh, <laughs> right. his rebuttal. So, uh, Mr. Sanders, this is the official Democratic response? Well, no. No, it's not no, the official it's not one? the official. It's the unofficial it's the, official uh, it, response. It, well, one. One of the. One of the Yes, unofficial. that's a great point. Uh, do we have an understanding of what that's going to sound like? The Bernie Sanders one? I, I, I would guess good. I'm thinking <laughs> uh, the aardvark from the ant and the aardvark. <laughs> I'll get you pesky ant. Donald Trump, hate, you don't understand. Mueller, golden showers, hate, you don't understand. It'll be something like that. That's how I imagine that's going to sound. But then, as if that's not enough, we've already had the People's State of the Union. Wait, what? The People's. People's. The People's State of the Union has already happened. It happened yesterday. And those People's, by People's, they mean socialists in Hollywood. Well, a gathering of like-minded Yes. People. Peoples. For the country. Right. So you had Mark Ruffalo, John Leguizamo, Whoopi Goldberg, 
Michael Moore. Yes. Already, that's a lot of people with just that Michael Moore. That is a lot of people. That's yes, a it is. lot of You're damn people. Yes, it is. Rose Giordano, was she in there too? I think so. Was, so <laughs> yeah, there was no enough space for her. Yeah. Amy Schumer, I believe, showed up. <laughs> Sorry, that's all the people we can fit in here. Wow. We've been our maximum capacity. The fire marshal is here. So the peoples are there. And I think by peoples, they mean peoples as in like the People's Union of Soviet Socialists. Yes. I think it sounded something like, we the peoples are here to deliver a message of hope for the Sotu of the peoples. Something like that. Close. Okay. Well, I imagine if uh, if Whoopi or if uh, Michael uh, Moore was there, Marco is a lot of the blah blah, you know, like that oh too. My a gosh. lot of they must have Amy had like Schumer. a lot of views on mm-hmm. this because just a lot of stars. They claim they claim to have uh, an estimated. Ooh, okay, this two is million, estimated because right? they they I don't I imagine you a couple can't million figure, people. No, yeah, nobody's able to actually look down at the video screen and no. see how many people are watching no, no, no. at <laughs> any given time. You ever. can't have there's no metric to measure that. No. So you just kind of guess and you go. Hey, when Michael asks, tell him five hundred thousand. Wait, Wait, they're estimating five hundred. Estimated five hundred. Okay, if they're estimating five hundred thousand, it was more like two hundred fifty. Right, right. <laughs> Even if you take them at five hundred thousand, you have. Stars to that level right. with that amount of following on social media. And most of and those you, have a million followers. Millions. Oh, yeah. And you had 500,000? Yeah. Apparently, there's not as many people as, as you thought. And one of the things that I, I wish that I would have mm-hmm. viewed and, mm-hmm. and, and heard, which I'm going to have to go back and hopefully find, you know, there's got to mm-hmm. be a copy of it somewhere. Um, Rufus Rain, Wayne, Wainwright, Rufus Wainwright, Ooh. the uh, singer, musician. Oh, sure, oh, Rufus yes. Wainwright, the singer, I musician. Uh, he gave us an emotional rendition of Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Uh, with a powerful video montage. Powerful. Of scenes from last year's protests. <laughs> well, Which ones? <laughs> uh, the women's marches okay. uh, through the climate change protesters uh, no. across the country. So sorry, I missed that. That's yeah. it's still available, oh though, right? I it, it should be. I'm hoping. When I go home tonight at midnight after our post show coverage, uh, kids gather round. <laughs> Apparently we missed this yesterday. Yes, we have to do this. Oh, okay, darn! There's only they only if they maybe they only allow so many people to watch it at one time. So. No, you're not going to sleep. You're going to watch it again. This is, it. This is Rufus this Wainwright. This is the People's State of the Union. Okay, so we have the State of the Union tonight. The Democrats' response. Bernie Sanders' unofficial response. The People's State of the Union yesterday. And as if that's and not enough, Maxine Waters is going to host the BET State of the Union address. The is it the BET well, state of the? No, it uh, Maxine Waters is going to actually. It's because she's going to be the main focus of a television show that airs on BET called The State of the Union. Auntie's oh, it's not there? actually her live no, coverage. Not. No, it is not. Mm. Okay, no, it is not. And she's gonna she's gonna bring a couple of friends. Oh, I mean uh, John Lewis. Oh well, you I know, mean, sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Frederica Wilson. You know, the uh, cowboy hat lady? From Florida, yeah. <laughs> Crazy cowboy, okay. I mean, so that event okay. is, uh, ooh, All man, right. is, uh, you're already past the enjoyment level for me. So, we have the State of the Union tonight, the Democrats' response, Bernie Sanders' unofficial response, the People's State of the Union yesterday. Maxine Waters is appearing on a show on BET called the State of the Union, and as if that's not enough. Oh, that's right. What's that going to sound like? Impeach 45. <laughs> and if... If that's not enough, from was the that an actual clip, of I think that was yeah, yeah. As if all that's not enough, the State of the Union. 
We have from the Virginia House of Delegates, Elizabeth Guzman, who's going to deliver the Spanish language response to the State of the Union. Do we have an audio clip of that? I think we have it. Buenas noches. Hoy el presidente de los Estados Unidos dijo que no vas a mandar a todo el mundo a México. No podemos estar así esta noche y vamos a Impeach Bonify. I mean, I am not making this up. All of this is around a simple State of the Union address. Amazing. By the way, we're not done. What? Well, we have the State of the Union coming up with President Trump. Of course, the Democrat response. Bernie Sanders, unofficial Democratic response. The People's State of the Union. Maxine Waters was on BET with the State of the Union. (laughs) Delegate Elizabeth Guzman for the Virginia House of Delegates is going to have the Spanish language. And also... Alyssa Milano is one of the stars heading up the State of the Dream oh my address gosh. tonight. The State of the Dream. Are we? Where are we able to watch that? Um, Do we know? Is that, I know, is that I, just a stream of hers? Is I she just, think so. Yeah, is she going to periscope it like she did? Like she did for the, yes. oh my God, that was fantastic. It, yes. is, it is a digital state of the dream, which yes. means it's, it's, it's she just periscope media. it. She's right. going to be holding up her phone periscoping it. Right. That's crying. That's, That's coverage. <laughs> That's coverage. <laughs> so, uh, she has the state of the dream, and they're using the hashtag state of the dream. So, I'm just thinking, maybe you offer them some encouragement. Because that's coming up uh, at the same time President Trump is giving the State of the Union. So hashtag State of the Dream. Oh, even better. Even better. They're going to be doing that. Well, they're not even going to let him. They're not going to hear him out. No, they know what he has to say. You've heard the racist before. That's all they care about. So these are the states of the Union that that I know of. There could be others out there as well. Oh, you bet they are. I'm sure there are. You bet they are. So we're going to help them out with with the hashtag... What's the hashtag? That the Blaze Sotu. No, oh, that's oh, ours. That's ours. The yeah, Blaze Sotu. Yes, state of the Dream. State of the Dream. State yes. hashtag State of the Dream for Melissa Alyssa Milano. Yes. State of the Union. Uh, there yes. is a hashtag, Say hello. hashtag People Sotu as well. There's that out there, and all the unders, others, Bernie Sanders and Joe Kennedy and whatever. Oh, yeah. so that's the reason I said this gets very confusing very quickly of all of the craziness. Now, I don't recall there ever being this much reaction. No kidding. Years ago, the president gave a State of the Union address. Mm -hmm. And then the other party, I don't know who started it, but said, you know, we're going to give our response, which is always (laughs) such a fail. Oh, always. And it's actually killed a couple of people that they thought they had big futures. Yeah, because they... Pick the person they thought it was going to be the right, next golden right. boy or girl. I was like, oh, let's put him out there. Let's show him off. Look, I mean, how that's it. what killed uh, our boy from Louisiana, yep. Bobby Jindal. Remember yep. I mean, the Jindal? Oh, the, the Jindal speech Jindal, was that yes. haunted him Deer forever. In the headlights haunted him forever. Marco Rubio the right with the water <laughs> haunted him forever. <laughs> Let me just. No one will notice if I duck out of frame and chug some. No, I will say that Marco actually handled that pretty good when he was running, and so we kind of overlooked it and got rid right. of it. But Jindal, man. I, it took a long time for you to talk about uh, Jindal without mentioning the speech. Sure. Well, and there was the uh, – Bob McDonald had one when he was governor of Virginia that was okay. They did it from the House of Delegates right. floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he went to jail. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not in reaction to the speech, of course, but that kind of throws everything – damper on everything. Yeah, this is a little – you know what? Uh, I'll go, I would go on record as saying just, you know, when you get thrown in jail, it puts a little damper on It does everything. hurt things yeah. just a little bit. Your career's not quite the same as it was. Yeah, I mean, you go from the president who, you know, rousing applause and, Mr. Speaker, the president, president of the United, United States. States. 
and they go crazy and he gives this and they plot every 20 minutes and then they go to and now the such and such response whatever party right. and it's like hello i'm the governor of whatever state and let me drink of water over here or whatever it is and it just it's bad. It's bad. I didn't watch the speech, but I'm sure he mentioned immigration. Right, exactly. They didn't do it because that's all pre-written. But all of these other ones now where Bernie has to give his, hey, they have an official Democrat response and Maxine and the Peoples and whatever. Guys, you're, you didn't even hear the speech. The Peoples was yesterday. How do you, right, so, and if you were going to do your own State of the Union that has nothing to do with President Trump or whatever, whoever's president at the time, why wouldn't you just go ahead and give it? I mean, it's, it's just just pure hatred. Exactly. Pure All hatred. of these other ones, other than the State of the Union that I mentioned, are simply anti-Trump. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It does. It, it makes absolutely no difference what is said, what is done. I mean, we found that out from Dardner day one uh, when right. he was uh, inaugurated into office, and then we had a giant march with the, with the pink hats. Yep. And the man hasn't been in office. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we absolutely know. We know that with the memo. That they voted to release and Trump is likely going to say, okay, we're going to sign this and release it from Devin Nunes about spying on Trump as he was a candidate and whatever from Obama. And then Hillary's tied into Russia and Iranian one and all of this stuff. We know that in that in the first couple of days when something like 100 Republicans had went in and read the memo and no Democrats had yet when still few or possibly no Democrats having read that memo said they were going to release the Democratic version of the memo. Yeah, I'd be fascinated um, to hear from our listeners, 888-900-3393. Is there anything that Trump could say that would make you go away and be mad at him and and not be happy for what he's accomplished in this first year? Or B, is there something he could say that would win you over uh, if you if you weren't if you're unhappy with him because he's had a pretty good year he has in fact on uh, Glenn's radio program and on this program around the holidays uh, I went down his list and I was surprised myself yeah because I mean a lot of things Pat that, was doing that this yeah, afternoon Pat did yeah Pat threw, I mean when, I, I sat here uh, during my segment on Pat Stung. show going that's pretty, pretty good. good and I even added one I mean I don't forget let's not forget net neutrality net neutrality was huge I mean. Uh, so when you when you go down to it, he he's gotten a bum rap from a lot of the things that Congress has or has not done with the Republicans in control. Right. But when you go down the list of things that Trump actually did as president, he got most of them right. If you asked me three years ago when Obama was still president, I'm going to give you a list of things. How do you want the guy to vote? The guy would you right. support Trump if he voted? I'd say absolutely. And even though I did yes. not vote for him, of course, I didn't vote for Hillary. Yeah, um, but, okay, but he got it right. Wanted, yeah. He got it, it 98% or something. I mean, it, it's, it's amazing. And he's done so much. I mean, he's, he's, he's changed the way we, we look at news. He's changed the way news gets delivered. I mean, and I, I don't know that anybody else can pull it off. I think we go back to, you know, kind of old school thinking maybe on most of it because anybody else trying to be Trump, People shake their heads and say, it's not no, working. you're not Donald Trump. Uh, so, Jeffy's got a good point. Is there anything he could say either way that would yeah, make you love I, I just, him or hate him, change I, your I'm mind either th- way? I was trying to think today if there was something that that he could say in his speech mm-hmm. that I would say, you know, I hadn't thought about that. Gosh darn it, good. Or, that's it. Ooh, Impeach God. 45. Right. right. Which would it be? Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't know that I could get to the Maxine Waters. Impeach 45. <laughs> I don't know that I could actually get to that. But <laughs> well, giving you uh, you know, maybe another hundred years or so, maybe you could it's actually possible. get yeah, you're yeah. talking vocal quality. <laughs> yes. You can get to yeah. that. 
The one thing that uh, area that uh, has me concerned that he could wade into some waters where I start going, bah, 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 hold on there, partner. The doctor's going to have to oppose you on this stuff, right. and that is the immigration stuff. Because mm-hmm. that that he he's kind of waffled I back think, and forth. I know forth. he has, but I think uh, his I, plan has been partially good and partially no. I listened to some people uh, that gave a pretty good argument that this is you know his negotiating tool, and, I, and I'm giving and I'm him hoping that, that's true. I'm giving him the um, the leeway on that to say, okay, let's find out if it is him yeah, just playing I'm the game. That's true. Now it doesn't appear to be. <laughs> It doesn't, but maybe that's what makes it a good negotiating I know. Tool, you know, I know it. You got to believe, and you know, if you don't believe that he's a good negotiator, you can ask him. Oh, he'll tell you he is, of course. So let's see. Uh, the immigration plan was, and he made four main pieces: border security and build the wall. Right. The wall is they've asked for twenty-five million. They had previously asked for a billion. billion. They had previously asked for eighteen billion. They said the extra is eh, they need a little bit more. Plus, they're going to do some ports and control around the and northern you know, border. And you're not going to get it all. <clears throat> look, yeah, you're not going to get love the whole wall. We've already disclaimed that part of a wall. You're not. Look, we're going to get the 25 billion for the wall. <laughs> now that we're not going to get all the wall, right? You can't do all the wall can't with 25 all of it. billion. Come on. And there's some places that look. I know that President Trump talked about an entire wall, but he he knew when he said it that he would. He said some there would places, be some doors in yeah, it. Yeah, there's some places there's that just you can't build door. a wall. There's yeah. some places, big door. Yeah, there's some places where the door is 14 miles long. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like a doorway. Yeah, it's it's doorway. not really a door. Yeah. So yeah. So 25 billion, a little bit more. Um, my biggest concern about that is he asked for 25 billion. From Congress right. for it, he didn't ask twenty-five billion from Mexico for it. Well, I, th- I think that he has said. I mean, he's always thrown in his disclaimer of one way or another, Mexico will pay it. I'm, I'm telling you, I don't know okay. that I believe it, but I'm just telling you that President Trump, Donald J. Trump, has always said that there, Mexico would pay for it somehow. Uh, and I'm fine with that. If if he comes back and says, all right, we gave him $25 billion less in aid, okay, I guess I'm cool with that. Right. I mean, he's always that one way or another. He's, right. He plans on having Mexico do that. Or is he sending some raiders across the southern border and bringing us back $25 billion worth of burritos? <laughs> I mean, get those green chilies, bring them back across. I'm cool with that, too. Either way, I, I $25 not, billion. I am not. No. You want $25 no, billion not. worth of burritos? No, I am not. No. Get some serious burrito eating, buddy. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm there. As a, as a person who's at athletically overweight i'm still not okay with it okay fine so that's one part of it the other part when it comes to immigration is how we deal with the legal immigration service or or, um, uh, structure right Right, now right and he's going to eliminate chain migration and the um diversity lottery which says of the million people we let in legally every year we say fifty thousand, roughly we're going to let them in just because they're different you win put them in the front of the line you're in you're different you're so weird here it is different go and he will no. eliminate those. And I mean, good, good for that. Right, right? that part's I mean, I'm fantastic. That. that part's Absolutely. fantastic. That's the one part of this I love. But when it comes to DACA, the children who are brought here um, and through no fault of their own, I'm even okay as a bargaining chip, as I've said many times now, allowing them a pathway to citizenship. You know, and that's a common. Everybody, everybody, everybody. Not everyone. As a bargaining chip, though, Jeff. Most of the time, people are okay with that. But I only am as a bargaining chip. They shouldn't be here either, but I'm willing to give it up. I'm almost willing to fight for, you know, I'd like to go back and revisit the whole you're born here, you're a citizen. That's fine, but they came here, or at least their parents brought him here before we revisited that. I know, I know, I know. But I'm fine. You're right. The kids make a strong argument. They don't know anything. They didn't violate the law. Fine. 
But what that means is somebody violated the law on their behalf. Therefore, Correct. their parents have to be punished. Therefore, all of the other illegals have to go. And, and I have not heard that because those kids are now demanding that their parents have a pathway to citizenship. Yes. It's not enough that they do. And they also, I mean, there was a big story about the guy uh, in Detroit that was 40, that was brought here when he was 10. Oh, He's yeah. been here for 30 years. Is that the doctor? Okay, so no. No, no. no he no. was a plumber or something yeah. I mean, he, okay. was just a, he was just he was just a working no, he class was, he was a working class guy I, don't, I mean he was just a working class guy a long care guy it was a long care guy oh, with a plumber <laughs> joe the plumber no oh, i'm sorry no. jose the plumber jose the plumber yes oh, gotcha. it was so I funny it was such a big jose. deal that they sent cameras to mexico to interview him well, what's he doing well living in a hut but well one of the things that was frustrating all right is the argument that they make and the story tried to make and hammered home through the entire thing was breaking up families Okay, hey, we're not breaking up families. All right, we're telling you, you can't live here. No one is stopping you from bringing your family. <laughs> you the entire story, <laughs> the entire story was built around them saying, uh, you know, we spent, A, they were going to send them home before the holidays. Right. We said, hey, no, okay, we won't send you home over the holidays so you can be with, so the family can have the holidays here where you're used to living. Right. They could, they were so upset they couldn't celebrate the holidays. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then they wanted to bitch about sending them home on Martin Luther King Day. It's okay. Well, I mean, we gave you the holidays. Second, they spent all this time right. worrying and crying that dad was going to have to go back to Mexico. Why weren't they figuring out a way that they all could go to Mexico and be together so the family wouldn't break up? I, I, I don't get it. Jeff Fisher, that is a powerful point because when we say you illegal must leave, because you're illegal. Thank we you. We don't say, and we're mandating by law that your family stay here. Uh, ever. We're we saying, never say that. United, uh, uh, Virgin <laughs> yes. America, um, Delta. Spirit. I mean, Spirit Amtrak. There's boats. There's car, planes, trains, and auto. There's all kinds of ways that you Thank can be you. together. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Thank you. We're not <laughs> even saying you crazy. have to go to your port of origin. You just can't stay here. Sorry. It just it drives me insane. But that's the argument used to make it sound like we're insensitive and we're just filled with hate and don't like people that are different than us. That's the argument. So more on President Trump's State of the Union address and likely what's going to be a part of it. Uh, we think he'll likely touch on taxes, do a little pat on the back to himself and members of Boy, Congress no for that. That's a good pat on the back. It's, yeah. a, it's a good it's one. A start. We'll dive into some of that. He'll probably talk about ISIS and national security um, and terrorism. Infrastructure, I guarantee, is going to be a major yes. part. He's going to likely lay out his infrastructure plan, and I have some serious concerns about that. We'll get to some of those details and likely uh, things that will be in the State of the Union address. Also, we'll get some of your tweets with the hashtag the blaze so that's s-o-t-u for state of the union and we have a couple of people standing by we'll get some calls another thing he's going to hit on big uh, i guarantee <laughs> is uh what he considers to be a huge problem because uh he i mean he does he's come out and said it is the opioid epidemic yes, yes. drives me drives me personally a little crazy and it's uh, we'll, we can talk about it if you want but it just drives me crazy but that's he's he's a big believer yeah. in the opioid epidemic trying to stop and do what they yes. can it'll be interesting to see what his plans are as well well because that one seems a little out of character for him to be concerned but you're right he is he is all right stand by more uh we'll actually get to your calls coming up triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three that's eight 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 nine hundred thirty three ninety three this is the blazes uh, state of the union address coverage with doc thompson jeff fisher and chris cruz more coming up next on the blaze radio network
You're listening to the State of the Union Address and Analysis, a special presentation from the Blaze Radio Network. This is a special presentation from the Blaze Radio Network, in-depth analysis of the State of the Union Address. Our State of the Union coverage is brought to you by Patriot Mobile. Go to patriotmobile.com slash doc and make sure your money, the money you're paying to your mobile company is actually going to the things you support. Patriotmobile.com slash doc. This month, if you sign up for 24 months, you get a free month of service, absolutely free. Use the promo code doc and they'll waive the $30 activation fee. Patriotmobile.com slash doc. All right, to the phones now. Let's go to the state of Washington. Linda, you're on the Blaze Radio Network. How are you? I'm doing great. Fellas, I am encouraged that Trump has not broken the law yet. Uh, okay, I'll give you that. You mean in, by comparison to the last cat that was in the I office? I do indeed mean by comparison to the last guy. Yeah, um, yeah I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, uh, there have been some people that have speculated that he may have broken the law, but uh, I'd say at this point it's... It certainly did better. It sure, sure is, and he and I think you're right, Linda. He has not. I mean, and anything that they've they keep piling it on. I mean, no matter what the guy, how the guy puts on his slip-on shoes is right is wrong, and it doesn't matter. They just go after him. But it's that's sure, true. you know, he, he hasn't. Has, nothing has been. Nothing has been proven. That's for sure. No, that's true. That's true. And he's not blatant about it anyway. Yep. I'll give you that. Linda, thanks so much for the call. 888 to the Sunshine State of Florida. Jamie, you're on the Blaze Radio Network. Hi. Uh, I don't want any amnesty. And I want to finally have this boondoggle of a health insurance gone. Yeah, no kidding. Because it's already cost me my husband. Cost me my husband. And almost cost me my daughter. Wow. It's bankrupt two of my family members. Because of this disaster, and it needs to go away. I, I don't necessarily disagree with you at all. And that's something he hasn't really, I mean, they've kind of uh, touched on that and made a big deal about it to get in office, and then it just they, went away. They've forgotten about it. Yeah, they sure have. So, Jamie, when you say uh, you don't want any amnesty, do you mean even the DACA kids, the kids who are brought here by other people? Okay, uh, we have... They've had uh, umpteen times to go in and do what all they needed to do to do Obama's, you know, illegal maneuver, and they haven't done it. Uh Anybody that has not already started the DACA program, I'm sorry. You don't want to be here. So there's hundreds of them that have sat on their butt and not done anything. So we know there's just shy of two million uh, in total that would be have would have brought here or came here uh, under the age of eighteen, and we know about eight hundred thousand were eligible under Obama's DACA because there was a a certain time frame and certain right. other parameters. And of that eight hundred thousand, you're right, not all of them actually took the steps necessary. I'm sorry, if you have not taken the steps necessary at this point, no, go home. What about those that have? Would you be okay with that as a bargaining chip to say the rest of them got to get out? The ones that actually went through the process, they want to be here. The other ones are hiding out or doing whatever. I'm sorry. I think 
I think the one gentleman up in Washington that's got everybody's knickers in a knot <laughs> over the fact that he is actually saying that the uh, Washington police need to pick up anybody that's there that's illegal. By God, pick them up. Right, I agree with that. And that's one of the things that uh, so many cities are uh, fighting with uh, the president over. Uh, with with the uh, they're saying, hey, we aren't a, a sanctuary city. Uh, like a particular one city in particular comes to mind. I don't know Dallas, Texas, hmm. uh, where the mayor says, "Hey, we're not an amnesty city. What are you talking about? No, you can't. We'll still take the government money." But you turn around and they aren't picking up anyone. Right? They're not actually doing what right. they're supposed to do. Right? Jamie, thank you so much for the comments. Really appreciate it. Florida. There are many towns in Florida that actually harbor illegal. Right. Uh, that's what they're doing. I know. <laughs> Jamie, have a great night. Appreciate the call. 888 if you want to join the program. You can also use the hashtag TheBlazeSotu, S-O-T-U, for State of the Union. We will carry the State of the Union address here as soon as it begins, about 20 minutes or so from right now. And then we'll have post-show commentary, opinion, and wrap-ups throughout, right. the, throughout the program, throughout the State of the Union. Uh, go ahead and tweet any comments, any lines that stand out with the hashtag TheBlazeSotu, so we'll be able to find it. Yeah, just like Gail, just a mom says, every time Chris Cruz does... His Maxine Waters, it <laughs> I nearly wrecked the car, cracking up, loving it. Wow, it's is, spot on. Is there is there any more tweets complimenting you? Yes. Yeah, could you? Yes, yes. <laughs> that, of all the tweets, that's the one he found. That's yes, uh, interesting. I, I, I was, it was right at the top there. The C42 wow. also says, Dear IRS, I owe all those back taxes, but don't break up my family. Oh, right. that's a great right. point. You're right. How dare they? I Break know. up families by throwing people in jail dra- or finding them. <laughs> it mm-hmm. crazy. It yeah, really, that's a really does. good point. I it, want uh, President Trump tonight. I keep saying this, and I, I, I may say a small prayer before they before they announce President Trump to come uh, into the into the chamber. When when you hear Mr. President, the, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Speaker, the President, hey, Trump. I want him to walk in with a talking stick. Oh my gosh! And I want him to do, carry that all the way up and all the way down. Just look at the senators with his little talking stick all the way down, and walk up to the podium. How about and set it down? How about if he didn't glad hand him and just walked right That'd in? That'd be tremendous. Because they always glad hand, and you know, I, mean, I know they always. Oh. Exactly. They all shake hands or whatever. And you know Trump loves that too. He yes, loves the he ego does. and he'll shake hands. But can you imagine what yes, if he, he just does. walked straight in and didn't shake anybody's hand? That would up? be fantastic. That would be spectacular. I wish oh, people would tell him stuff like that. If he does that and doesn't have the talking stick, he wins. He wins. <laughs> exactly. I, I'm okay with I mean, if he has the talking stick and does that, it's oh right. my God, he could be president for life. So uh, we are seeing uh, senators and congressmen make their way into the House of Representatives. Uh, yes, of course, the senators uh, all just walk down with their little happy, glad hand, two-step shake. And it's like they've never seen everybody. each other. You guys work in the same they building. See, they work down the hall from each other. Wait, they see everybody every Ted day. And it's, oh. oh, my God. Oh, Ted, how you been? I haven't Hi. seen you since 40 oh, minutes hey, ago. Hey, there's Bernie Sanders. Bernie, you're doing a little rebuttal tonight, huh, you bold bastard? <laughs> we already what see you doing? up in the gallery President Trump's uh, daughter and uh, her husband, Jared Kushner, are already there as well. Reclaiming the, my time. Yeah, the the daughter. Reclaiming uh, my time. He's reclaiming <laughs> his time too. You know what? You're right. We forgot that as part of impeach 45. So will she? Impeach 45. Impeach 45. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> 
Oh, that's good stuff there. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> All right, hashtag the blaze. I see so Tiffany's too. even there too tonight. Oh, yeah, she's yeah, the whole family's the there, man. Is oh, in hey, there. Don, whether he likes her or not, yeah. I mean, when Don says, uh, I'm giving the State of the Union and you will be Everybody expected will to be up. there, you're I never got that. Yeah, I if said if she daughter, wants to go gallivanting around the world, going to, the rest going of to the school time, and fine. skiing and doing her little Instagram, she goes where daddy tells her. Yeah, I, and I, uh, you're right. One of his daughters, I should have said Ivanka, because he does have Tiffany as and well. She's there, baby. Steve A. tweeting at Doc Thompson Show. On Twitter, it's at Doc Thompson Show. Don't forget the economic stimulus slash infrastructure plan. $1.7 trillion oh, in spending of crap. Hashtag right. the blaze. So, too. This is going to be the big thing the president lays out. Now, we know parts of his stimulus infrastructure plan, and, and make no mistake, he means it not just as an infrastructure. we got to rebuild our infrastructure, build it up a little bit. He also means to use that as a stimulus. Yes. This is what he believes. This yeah. is his background, and he does this. Stimulus via infrastructure spending is a fail. It is a fail because the jobs created, if any are actually created, and that's always suspect. Uh, yes, it is. It is after massive amounts of waste, fraud, and corruption. Kickbacks, well, handoffs, all kinds of that glad would, handing and whatever. You're, now you're, talking about, you're not talking about the construction business. Yes, that, the, that's, that the, is the, the construction the business. Yes, all of that. Them. I don't know if you know who's involved in those businesses. <laughs> back to school. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's right. <laughs> but I guarantee you, these are not guys that play around. That Money disappears. You know when they say hey, something fell off a truck? It was money. It was the money that fell off a truck. And occasionally a body or two. You ain't lying. That was Bill. <clears throat> that really was. So infrastructure, always a bit of a scam. Now, uh, to President Trump's credit, he has a plan. Somebody just snuck in here. We're not on TV, so you can just yeah. walk in. There's no cameras. So <laughs> just, just so you know, the lights are on. But that's okay. I appreciate the respect anyways. She was just trying to be nice. No, and I appreciate it. That's yeah. the reason I said I get it. I was just telling her. Okay, little side note there. Sorry, behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, yes. Back to what I was saying. <laughs> um, his plan does incorporate some private sector deals as well. Now, that could go either way. Yeah. At first glance, you go, oh, so we're not just ponying up trillions of dollars that gets handed out. We're going to pony up some, but it's going to be a partnership where the private sector is involved. Are they going to donate money, too? Why of would course. They? Yeah. No. Of course, Doc. They wouldn't donate money to the cause unless they're somehow getting, getting money. something, yeah. So what are we giving up? If we don't fund all the money that they get some, what do we have to give up? Are they going to toll all those bridges? You see what I'm saying? They've got to see some benefit on the other side. Well, look, it's silly, first of all, not to have every road in America be a toll road. Oh, I mean, that's just silly. That is silly. I'm, I'm just uh, stunned here, and I don't know how to react. I'm, I'm waiting for the joke somehow, and I'm like, no, this is really bad. It's really, really bad. We just got word that the uh, POTUS is on the move. Oh boy! President Otis. Trump making his way from the White House over towards Capitol Hill. Is Melania with him? Because I no, hear that. no, she's not. He's riding she's not, solo. She's already there. Yeah, he's riding I mean, solo. The, the inside rumors uh, might be true. I mean, she's supposed to be really pissed at him right now. Yeah, she I is. I mean, this was over the, the over porn. the the porn lady, the porn star. Oh, please! I look. <laughs> I'm with you. I would. No, give I mean, a, I'm, I'm not just saying she's not. But listen, sweetheart. I'm just. Oh, if you're oh, mad please. at him about this, come on. I know. We had this conversation off air. Yes, we, we did. did. I mean, I, I, I'm kind of. I'm not. I'm torn because yeah. on one hand, I want to say she knows. Melania, exactly. Right? What are you getting all? You worked up about? 
And he paid her what, 130 grand? Yeah. She's got a couple of purses worth 130 grand that she throws into the mud. Who cares? But it just it, the rumors are all that they've, you know, they went down, they went down to Mar-a-Lago together on the first weekend. She didn't show up. I mean, she went with them, but that she didn't go to any of the dinners Events, or anything. Yeah. They came back to the, they say haven't been close. She didn't go to Paris with them or nope. to uh, Davos, mm-hmm, to Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and now tonight she's not. I mean, I know it's his night, and she's already got her guest <laughs> over there. So maybe they're you know they're thinking that's a separate thing. But he he rolls rolls alone. So you mean to he tell rolls me. dude heavy all the way there? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so she met Donald J. Trump, then billionaire developer and television star. Was he probably still married? Book right? Well, oh, I mean, oh. yeah, exactly. That could be. She met him and thought, "This little angel. Oh yeah, this little angel." I mean, he's how much older than her? I can he's, tame him, right? You've seen his past wives. You know who the guy is. It's not. It's, I'm not saying it's wrong or right, but you're shocked by all of this. I don't think she's shocked. She just, I think she's annoyed. Uh, yeah, embarrassed. I mean, Maybe more embarrassed. Yeah, I think it's embarrassment. Yeah. I think it's embarrassment. Okay, well you. But then again, you married Donald Trump. Right? I know, but the, you know, there's one thing marrying Don, and there's another fighting out that he's chasing. Right, I'm gonna give you that. All right. I'm sorry, Sarah Huckabee's looking beautiful tonight. Look at that. Excuse I, you me? know, okay, what is with this guy saying we got to toll every road and you're telling me Sarah Huckabee looks <laughs> oh my good? God, look at her. She looks beautiful in that oh black dress. Compared to what? Gosh. Compared to what? Compared to what she looks normally. C- compared to Megan McCain? Oh my yeah, gosh, Megan McCain looks beautiful. Oh my gosh, you just shut. That's just, okay. Are you just calm serious? Down. I am dead serious. All right. This is going off the rails. Incla- reclaiming my time. Uh, thank you. Reclaiming <laughs> thank my time. You, you guys Peace are crazy. 45. <laughs> The Steve 42 hashtag no pants. So to radio only hashtag the blaze. So to <laughs> thank, thank you. you so much. Uh, Michael Watts saying, uh, wish we could see you on TV. No, you no, 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 you don't. Well, not right now. Green 86 tweeting with the hashtag the blaze. So to uh, there is no sweeter sound when working late than the voice of at real Chris Cruz squealing, reclaiming my time in peach <laughs> 45. My time. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, this is a serious question right here by Josh. Do we have uh, drinking game rules tonight? Um, oh, yes. Yes. Uh, here's the drink. That's the... <laughs> just drink. Well, that's, that's just... Uh, all of the bets are off. Here Wait. you go. That's, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Look, no. I, here's, here, here, here's how you play it tonight, yes. all right? Okay. You sit down, and okay. I don't want, don't even think about taking a drink right now. No, just, oh, no, no. no. Wait, Put that right? down. Put that down. What you don't you start drinking until after uh, the president is uh, introduced. Okay. And then once that happens, as soon as you hear Donald Trump, drink. Is that what it is? That's your there. Anytime it is. That's you the hear rule. Donald Trump, just drink, drink, and just keep drinking. <laughs> just we left drinking games like five years ago. I know. I, we got half halfway through Obama's, so and I'm believe like, believe me, <laughs> believe me, tremendous, huge. amazing, uh, huge. Is he going to say "Make America Great Again"? Absolutely. Now, if you That's are looking line. for buzz phrases, line. here's what I would do. Um, we could probably come up with a couple, like we said, but I think it's more. When he gives commentary to his own speech. Oh, yeah. When he goes off script. Right. That's commentary, though. So what it is, is he's reading it often as if it's for the first time. Which which could not ever be. No, no, of course not. So he'll be reading something and he'll say, and we've lowered unemployment. It's down to 3.5%. 
3.5%. That's <laughs> tremendous. And that's exactly that's what he does. Because well, that's exactly, exactly what he right. does. He's like, it's amazing. It really is incredible. Wow, I'm shocked too. This is awesome. That's exactly right. what he does. The fact this guy, this president, he's great. You should really realize. Bonnie and I are happy to introduce this man who's made a fortune and raised 18 kids that were adopted from Russia. Adopted that's a, from Russia. That's, that's a, pretty good. That's, pretty that's good. a nice family a right kids. there. That's a nice, good-looking family. Good guy there. Can't believe he'd do that. I mean, it's a, it's a, <laughs> so many times he gives running commentary yes. to his own speech. That's well, really good. Uh, that's the a title good of the speech is The New American Movement. Ooh, who is that? Ooh, the New American Movement. The New American Movement. Okay. That's Miss that. Pence. No, it is not. Yes, that's Miss Pence. Another no, it is gorgeous. Not. Yes, it is. That is Miss Pence. That is Flotus? No, that's... Uh, never uh, mind. Never what do they call the... The uh, Flotus? Second Flotus? The Flotus. The Flotus. Flotus. She's beautiful tonight. Look yes, at that beautiful she is. Blue dress. Never mind what I was thinking. Never mind. Okay, very good. All right, hashtag is, the Blaze Sotu. The Blaze Sotu. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, okay, uh, hashtag uh, the Blaze Sotu at Jeffy MRA. What he thinks you were saying was uh, telephone, quote, Donald Trump's entourage is a sausage fest. I don't. I don't know if they. I mean, they could have had anything to eat. I don't think he eats before he gets there. I don't think. No, you never know, though. I mean, according well, it's to Donald Trump. According to the I book, see. he's eating. You know, he's yeah. eating McDonald's. I'm just McDonald's. I'm just trying to clean up that tweet just yeah. a bit here. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to yes. clean it up. And I mean, isn't move there any that just compliment Chris Cruz? I mean, I thought that's what we were doing. Yeah, there's uh, nothing complimenting me or we would have already gotten him. Paul B says Chris Cruz is a handsome, <laughs> handsome man. Please read this, Chris. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Can't even, we're on the radio. How's he, how does he know that? And he also tweets out, you know, Chris Cruz is the best. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> Gary H. at Doc Thompson Show. So with all the jibber-jabber, by the way, I love jibber-jabber. jibber-jabber. Yes. Good. Love the jibber-jabber. With all the jibber-jabber the last few days about tonight's speech, amazing how not trusting the government under Obama was racist, but now it's patriotic. Yeah, no kidding. It's incredible. It sure is incredible. I, it's I, amazing I just, how they we just were fighting and arguing mm-hmm. for... Uh, to people to fall into line and and th- I mean that's that's every ah, just it's it, it's amazing the inconsistency I've mentioned this on the air before and it really is if I somebody had told me 25 years ago what today was going to be like where we all carry around a camera and everything's recorded and all politicians I would have said amazing there will be such accountability <laughs> yeah yes that's what it i would have i would have said this a, is going to be awesome that's a, that's a fishbowl mentality exactly yeah. and and you got people saying one thing literally the exact opposite the next day and people have no memory or care the, because, the, it's because it camp. doesn't matter I yep. mean, they just they, well the truth doesn't matter no exactly the, the, the well, no that's different is whatever truth they believe at that second because in their mind that is their truth Yes, because we've heard them say, I'm just speaking my truth. Exactly. Wait, speaking speak, my truth. Speaking the truth? No, no, no. My, my truth. truth. My truth. What so, I believe right. is mine. Right. Right. It's so crazy. your crap, right? Perception is reality. I mean, you that, believe it. And so that's, that's the, that's the, uh, uh, you know, I remember that differently. Yes, exactly. Right. Um, she claimed I did all those things. Um, I don't remember it that way. No, but let me still say, way. I'm sorry. For the way she misremembered right. it. Okay, very good. <laughs> uh, uh, I like this one. Lady H. Gone. Okay, that's a really long name. Anyway, she says, playing the part of Joan, Joan Rivers tonight, Chris Cruz. 
Yes, exactly. That was beautiful dresses. You know, we met. Well, we ran down the list of how this has changed with all these additional responses to State of the Union tonight, right? All right. these other states right. of the Union addresses. Um, oh, but the one show. thing we haven't done here is yet with the State of the Union is the red carpet, where where people stand outside yeah. and say, "Who are you wearing what, tonight? What are you wearing tonight?" Right? Because well, we definitely need that. Well, we because had that. we've seen that uh, it's gone the other way, where at all these award ceremonies where they used to do, "Who are you wearing yeah. tonight?" It's gone to uh, politics. Yes. So how come the award ceremony hasn't coming over That's the politics great, side? Yeah. It should have been. Right? Yep. Yes, yep. it should have been. E, but Jeffy, to your point, e you news, just, e should have been there. And yes, Ruth didn't. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, Supreme Court Justice, did not. She did show not, up. and she said she was not going to show up. Did she said she was going to show up. Oh, there's a new guy. That's uh, yeah, Gorsuch. Justice Gorsuch. Justice, Gor- Justice Gorsuch. Mm. I'm sorry. What was that? Neil Gorsuch. <laughs> Sorry, did I say it wrong? No, I was just going to say excuse you. I <laughs> yeah. thought oh, you okay, problem, very good. No, I was just making sure it's going on. <laughs> um, but we so, just saw the cabinet go in. Now we saw the Supreme Court go in. Yeah, and there's, there's big paparazzi there and stuff outside. So, I mean, we are we needed the e-coverage oh, of yeah. the red carpet. It's, I mean, it's... Oh, and there's, right. and there's Senator Sanders wearing men's warehouse. <laughs> Please, yeah. not wearing men's warehouse. Nobody wearing men's warehouse. Wearing uh, no. the Burlington no Goodwills. Sears Sansa belt <laughs> from 1968. <laughs> I've got the same pants. <laughs> I wore mine. these pants to Cuba. I wore them okay. to Cuba when I saw how fantastic things are. <laughs> All right, so Paul Ryan, Speaker of the House, is standing uh, near the podium with He's Vice President by. Mike uh, Pence. Standing there, arms crossed, looking up into the gallery. The guests. The the guests. And uh, is Melania not there? Is that she what is going be. on? She was supposed to have the other. Supposed yeah, to have the that, guest, that the guy guess. that adopted the kid, yes. right? The yes. heroin addicted baby. Yes. And by the way, that needs to stop in the future. I'm tired of people being used as props in this stuff. Right. Are we taking this right up to the speech? Right. Or are we going to no, break we're first? We can break first. We'll All right, take a little break. Going on. Take All right. They're still we'll making their back. ways in. If, if the president. Uh, while we while we take a, a a moment to take a breath, well, if the president walks in, we'll come back. That was Bob Goodlatte of Virginia. He's going to be center focused tonight because we have uh, the immigration. Yes, it is, and there's yes, Sheila. Check her nose. Sheila Jackson and Schultz wearing <laughs> the new Soul Glow. Uh, yeah, that was uh, also Debbie. What's her name? Schultz too. Yeah. What what are they wearing? Is that Debbie. from Africa? <laughs> Probably. Maybe, is, yeah. that, is that from the talking stick? It's not from justice, I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right, we're going to quick break in and uh, take it up to the top when uh, the president is going to give his State of the Union address. Remember to use the hashtag TheBlazeSotu, S-O-T-U, and join us on Twitter. Back in a moment with more on the Blaze Radio Network's coverage of President Donald Trump's first official State of the Union address brought to you by PatriotMobile.com. You're listening to the State of the Union address and analysis from the Blaze Radio Network. Coming up on the Wednesday edition of Pat Gray Unleashed, we'll go through President Trump's first ever State of the Union speech, see how Democrats responded, and what we've all been waiting for. We finally test Flex Seal and see if we can stop water leaks with a piece of tape. We may even cut Jeffy open to count the rings and find out how old he finally is uh, before we seal him back together. We'll see you Wednesday at noon Eastern with Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray. 
weekdays, noon to 3 Eastern, only on the Blaze Radio Network. This is a commercial message. If you're suffering from pain, especially back pain or knee pain, you can get relief with a back or knee brace at little to no cost to you. We are complete healthcare services, and we have access to the nation's premier suppliers of high-end braces and pharmacy services. We can also evaluate your pain to get a clearer picture of your insurance coverage for free. Complete Healthcare Services can help you determine the safe and right medication for your pain. Call Complete Healthcare Services now and let us help you become pain-free so you can be active again. Experienced agents are available to help you day or night and there are no age restrictions. Everything may be covered by your insurance, including Medicare plans, so there is little to no cost to you. Call now and get free shipping. Plus, we'll include a set of heavy resistance bands to help improve your flexibility and endurance. Call 800-551-5072. 800-551-5072. Reform This with Zudi Jasser. That belief of what it means to be American, that any human being wants to be free, that there is no racial identity, there is no specific faith identity tied to being free under God, that that is a gift, the American dream is a gift that every human being can aspire to, that is an extremely powerful argument that I will never give up. Reform this on demand. Download episodes at theblaze.com slash radio, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. This is the Blaze Radio Network. Truth lives here. The Blaze Radio Network. This is special coverage of the State of the Union Address. Hi there, it's Doc Thompson coming from Mercury Studios, Dallas, with Chris Cruz and Jeff Fisher for our official State of the Union Address coverage tonight. Very exciting here, Doc. It is very exciting. We're waiting for the president to make his way in. His cabinet is making their way in right now. While we were gone, Melania joined us. Beautiful dress. She looks very nice tonight, but she did not drive with the president. That's a pantsuit. Yeah. That's ending. The pants was almost I was making sure that he was paying attention. Oh, okay. Yes, it was yeah. white. I saw it. It was actually okay. off-white. Uh, <laughs> our coverage on the Blaze Radio Network tonight is uh, brought to you by Patriot Mobile. Go to patriotmobile.com, sign up for uh, coverage, and stop giving your money to people who are hurting you and people you disagree with. In uh, fact, you get 24 months. Uh, sign up tonight. You get a free month free. Just go to the Blaze, uh, excuse me, patriotmobile.com slash doc. And don't forget to use promo code DOC and you'll get 30% off. Looks like the president has about 80 people in his cabinet. They're making their way down the aisle. They could never get in. And you see former governor of this great state of Texas, Rick Perry, along with the rest of the. Oh, yeah. that's right. You know, the Secretary I for- of Energy? <laughs> I forget that he's even I know. there. And what a bizarre pick, the whole thing anyways. But I guess it makes sense. Ben uh, Carson. Secretary of uh, uh, Education, she's there. She looked pretty good tonight, too. DeVos? Yes. Um, yeah, did you Are see you- Ben Carson? Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I don't even go there with him thinking she's attractive, okay. too. Um, yeah, I saw. I forget Ben Carson. You don't hear anything from these guys. People that were so scandalous... You'd think they would try to use them to hurt the president at some point. Oh, but my gosh, no, because they made their deals, man. Trump ripped them to death, yeah. killed them on the campaign, yep. and then said, uh, ah, that, was, that was just a campaign. Yeah. Come, on. Come work for me. There's, I know there's Nikki, Nikki Haley. Haley. Now, I that, see Nikki Haley. She, that's a tremendous choice yes. in charge of She's the U.S. killing it she at the U.N. is powerful. Yes. You know, the fact that we are, yes, and commenting on all these women's looks, that might be against the... Uh, the what we're supposed I to haven't do been now. commenting on their looks. Chris, Chris Cruz has doing okay. that. I've been. I was. I started to say something, and then I realized it was What's Vice President Pence's. What's she secretary of? Um, Transportation. She switched. She was. 
transportation for Bush and I can't remember now one uh, of the lower cabinet. Oh, that's what's his face's wife, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, uh, Mitch McConnell's wife. Mitch McConnell's wife, yes. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. part of the cabinet. She's one of those political. Uh, look it up, by the way. Look it up. Oh, she's one of to, this. Is, this is this is kind of in-depth coverage you get here at the Blaze Radio Network of the State of the Union. And the president's cabinet is walking in. Isn't that what's his face is wife? That's her. That's the one. She used to do that other thing. That's her. That's the one. Yeah, that's, uh-huh. that's, yeah, that's her. Uh-huh. Yeah. She used to, She's one of those political hacks that always turn up uh, she when you need to go to. You yeah. aren't lying. And Mitch McConnell Mitch, uh, has bought and paid for that. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know who oh, else? Yeah. You know who else? Uh, uh, Rums was that guy yes dick cheney was that yes. guy yes. they all oh have those gosh, people they go to she was Every the secretary of, of labor under bush now trans- now she's the transportation now um, she's transportation no okay. elaine chow chow elaine chow yes she didn't take his name no 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 no, no she doesn't want anybody to know no, she's married to him. she tries to downplay yeah. that as much uh, as she can I- Wow, mm-hmm. that's interesting. He, he he rolls her out in a few commercials when he's trying to get that Senate seat back, Absolutely. and then that's it. Uh, so there's the Attorney General Jeff Sessions. We know who that is. Wow, yeah. Is that Tillerson? I mean, is he talking to Tillerson? Uh, no, may, that, I saw no, Rex walk in a couple yeah. minutes no, ago. That was not Rex. Now, who no. is the guest of the First Ladies? Okay, this is the police officer that uh, adopted the heroin-addicted baby yes. and his wife. Yep. Uh, they delivered. I think the mother died. Oh, I, I'm not quite sure where the baby came from. What the problem? What the deal was with right. the mother? But it was born addicted to heroin. So yeah. the reason he's there is that's going to be the prop for the opioid yep. addiction yes, thing. Uh, okay. that's correct. Okay, that's exactly correct. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I think uh, w- there was some big talk of a lot of dreamers showing up in uh, tonight uh, in. For the speech inside, I mean, if that's true, they uh, he he should just stop in the middle of the speech and say, "Agents." Oh, I would. I've always wanted him to, I've always wanted to see you do it when the illegals are there. Just go, listen, people. I am. I was elected to, to uphold, protect, protect, and, and, and enforce the laws you of the United that. States. You are right? under arrest. We'll take a time out if the if the networks want to go to a commercial. <laughs> go ahead, but we're not we're not coming back till we drag. That's right, exactly. Right, sorry. We'll we'll pause there. That's fine. Right. Um, who Mattis. is the designated? Uh, oh, there's Mattis right there, Secretary of uh, Who's the designated survivor? Yeah, Ooh, the, that's Kiefer, that's re- Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, don't you know it's that? Gonna be... Are you dumb? No, <laughs> the official, Sutherland not the, the character of the movie. Designated survivor. Tonight, who is Secretary the... of Agriculture? Which is Kiefer, Which is Kiefer Sutherland? Sonny Thank you, Purdue. Sonny Purdue. Oh, yes. the chicken, <clears throat> chicken king. Wow. By the way. The agriculture guy gets to be the next president if well, something they, happens. They always are you pick, serious? They always nice. pick very low. Oh, hold on. What do we got here? Hold on. Oh, is this uh, oh. probably oh. a leadership? The president of the United States. Now he's there. Good deal. Did he call him a president? <laughs> <laughs> well, there it is. The hair is President Trump hot. making his way in, Ouch. being stalked immediately behind him by Kevin McCarthy, the majority leader in the House. <laughs> That's a fact. He is stalking Look him. At Melania. She is not smiling. Mm. There is almost no light between the president's bum and and then Kevin McCarthy's lips. No right? It's that. so tight. Oh, Don just stopped. Oh, he stopped. Who's he Kevin, glad in? And Kevin. who's that now? I don't recognize. Oh, is that? Uh, I recognize none of those people. You know the seats along the aisle there. <laughs> yeah, they stake out for hours. They go there early. Like it's like concert tickets for the rest of us. Huh. They more, do that. More in-depth coverage of the president entering tonight. Who is that? I don't know any of those people. By the way, I gotta give it to Jeffy. His hair is on point tonight. It is tough. It is, it is yes. on point. 
He's Behind. got that bad. He was not stepping out of the limo tonight without that bad boy. Beat. So you got uh-huh. President Trump followed by McCarthy. Behind him <laughs> is uh, the majority leader in the Senate, Mitch McConnell. The turtle? I see. Yeah, I see Steve Scalise, leadership in the yes. House as well. Good to see um, him back. Still yeah, using the, the aid of, of crutches. Um, oh, man, that's still good to see him back. It is man. amazing to see him back. That's that's awesome. By the way, that sergeant at arms, he's been there for a while. <clears throat> yeah. He's been there for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't. Uh, they don't play. They try to keep him moving. Now, so he's actually walking. He's See, glad. Oh, here we go. Oh, now we're oh. into the we're into the heart of oh, the battle. Oh, that was uh, d- uh, uh, from uh, Texas. Yes. Yeah. Um, into the heart of the battle. Uh, no, the guy right there. No. Uh, our oh guy from Texas. The guy from the rep from Texas. What's his name? Gomert. Louis Gomert. Where were you, <laughs> Jeffy? I couldn't oh, my about. God. Louis Gomert was on I, right did, there. I didn't see Louis Gomert. Oh, my God. So he staked out along the aisle and got to uh, oh. gladhand the president. Interesting. He's, he's by the cabinet now. <clears throat> but he wasn't right on the aisle, was he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Real close. Oh, I got to stop. I got to stop looking at my phone. All right. So the president is now uh, say, saying hello to the um, Supreme, Supreme Court? Court justices. He's uh, he's joking around with Kevin McCarthy and the uh, Supreme Court Justice. They are. They're goofing around. He's goofing on him. Uh, Talking uh, to Secretary Mattis, now Joint Chiefs of Staff. President. President. He made that way real quick because Obama was not that quick. Obama stood there and gave kisses. Well, that's because both sides. Just like Trump. I mean, yes. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, both sides wanted to suck up to Obama. All right. Here he is. President Trump. Clapping for himself. I love that clap. <laughs> he I is, love is. that clap. I I love that shakes the hand of the vice president. Now shakes the hand of the speaker, speaker of the House, Paul Ryan. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of the United States and his State of the Union address on the Blaze Radio Network. See you after. the high privilege and the distinct honor of, pre- of presenting to you the President of the United States.
Mr. Speaker, Mr. Vice President, members of Congress, the First Lady of the United States, and my fellow Americans, less than one year has passed since I first stood at this podium in this majestic chamber to speak on behalf of the American people and to address their concerns, their hopes, and their dreams. That night, our new administration had already taken very swift action. A new tide of optimism was already sweeping across our land. Each day since, we have gone forward with a clear vision and a righteous mission to make America great again for all Americans. Over the last year, we have made incredible progress and achieved extraordinary success. We have faced challenges we expected and others we could never have imagined. We have shared in the heights of victory and the pains of hardship. We have endured floods and fires and storms. But through it all, we have seen the beauty of America's soul and the steel in America's spine. Each test has forged new American heroes to remind us who we are and show us what we can be. We saw the volunteers of the Cajun Navy racing to the rescue with their fishing boats to save people in the aftermath of a totally devastating hurricane. We saw strangers shielding strangers from a hail of gunfire on the Las Vegas Strip. We heard tales of Americans like Coast Guard Petty Officer Ashley Leppard, who is here tonight in the gallery with Melania. Ashley was aboard one of the first helicopters on the scene in Houston during the Hurricane Harvey. Through 18 hours of wind and rain, Ashley braved live power lines and deep water to help save more than 40 lives. Ashley, we all thank you. Thank you very much. We heard about Americans like firefighter David Dahlberg. He's here with us also. David faced down walls of flame to rescue almost 60 children trapped at a California summer camp threatened by those devastating wildfires. To everyone still recovering in Texas, Florida, Louisiana, Puerto Rico, and the Virgin Islands, everywhere, we are with you. We love you, 
and we always will pull through together, always. Thank you to David and the brave people of California. Thank you very much, David. Great job. Some trials over the past year touched this chamber very personally. With us tonight is one of the toughest people ever to serve in this House, a guy who took a bullet, almost died, and was back to work three and a half months later, the legend from Louisiana, Congressman Steve I think they like you, Steve. <laughs> We're incredibly grateful for the heroic efforts of the Capitol Police officers, the Alexandria Police, and the doctors, nurses, and paramedics who saved his life and the lives of many others, some in this room. In the aftermath, yes. In the aftermath of that terrible shooting, we came together, not as Republicans or Democrats, but as representatives of the people. But it is not enough to come together only in times of tragedy. Tonight, I call upon all of us to set aside our differences, to seek out common ground, and to summon the unity we need to deliver for the people. This is really the key. These are the people we were elected to serve. Thank you. Over the last year, the world has seen what we always knew that no people on Earth are so fearless or daring or determined as Americans. If there is a mountain, we climb it. If there's a frontier, we cross it. If there's a challenge, we tame it. If there's an opportunity, we seize it. So let's begin tonight by recognizing that the state of our union is strong because our people are strong.
And together, we are building a safe, strong, and proud America. Since the election, we have created 2.4 million new jobs, including including 200,000 new jobs in manufacturing alone. Tremendous number. After years and years of wage stagnation, we are finally seeing rising wages. Unemployment claims have hit a 45-year low. And something I'm very proud of, African-American unemployment stands at the lowest rate ever recorded. And Hispanic American unemployment has also reached the lowest levels in history. Small business confidence is at an all-time high. The stock market has smashed one record after another, gaining $8 trillion and more in value in just this short period of time. The great news The great news for Americans, 401k, retirement, pension, and college savings accounts have gone through the roof. And just as I promised the American people from this podium 11 months ago, we enacted the biggest tax cuts and reforms in American history. Massive tax cuts provide tremendous relief for the middle class and small business to lower tax rates for hardworking Americans. We nearly doubled the standard deduction for everyone. Now, the first $24,000 earned by a married couple is completely tax-free. We also doubled the child tax credit. A typical family of four making $75,000 will see their tax bill reduced by $2,000, slashing their tax bill in half.
in April, this will be the last time you will ever file under the old and very broken system, and millions of Americans will have more take-home pay starting next month. A lot more. We eliminated an especially cruel tax that fell mostly on Americans, making less than $50,000 a year, forcing them to pay tremendous penalties simply because they couldn't afford government-ordered health plans. We repealed the core of the disastrous Obamacare. The individual mandate is now gone. Thank you. We slashed the business tax rate from 35% all the way down to 21% so American companies can compete and win against anyone else anywhere in the world. These changes alone are estimated to increase average family income by more than $4,000. A lot of money. Small businesses have also received a massive tax cut and can now deduct 20% of their business income. Here tonight are Steve Staub and Sandy Keplinger of Staub Manufacturing, a small, beautiful business in Ohio. They've just finished the best year in their 20-year history. Because of tax reform, they are handing out raises, hiring an additional 14 people, and expanding into the building next door. Good feeling. One of Staub's employees, Corey Adams, is also with us tonight. Corey is an all-American worker. He supported himself through high school, lost his job during the 2008 recession, and was later hired by Staub where he trained to become a welder. Like many hardworking Americans, Corey plans to invest his tax cut raise into his new home and his two daughters' education. Corey, please stand. And he's a great welder. 
I was told that by the man that owns that company that's doing so well. So congratulations, Corey. Since we passed tax cuts, roughly three million workers have already gotten tax cut bonuses. Many of them thousands and thousands of dollars per worker, and it's getting more every month, every week. Apple has just announced it plans to invest a total of $350 billion in America and hire another 20,000 workers. And just a little while ago, ExxonMobil announced a $50 billion investment in the United States. Just a little while ago. This, in fact, is our new American moment. There has never been a better time to start living the American dream. So to every citizen watching at home tonight, no matter where you've been, or where you've come from, this is your time. If you work hard, if you believe in yourself, if you believe in America, then you can dream anything. You can be anything. And together, we can achieve absolutely anything. Tonight, I want to talk about what kind of future we're going to have and what kind of a nation we're going to be. All of us together as one team, one people, and one American family can do anything. We all share the same home, the same heart, the same destiny, and the same great American flag. Together, we are rediscovering the American way. In America, we know that faith and family, not government and bureaucracy, are the center of American life. The motto is, in God we trust. And we celebrate our police, our military, and our amazing veterans as heroes who deserve our total and unwavering support. Here tonight, 
is Preston Sharp, a 12-year-old boy from Redding, California, who noticed that veterans' graves were not marked with flags on Veterans Day. He decided all by himself to change that and started a movement that has now placed 40,000 flags at the graves of our great heroes. Preston, a job well done. Young patriots like Preston teach all of us about our civic duty as Americans. And I met Preston a little while ago, and he is something very special that I can tell you. Great future. Thank you very much for all you've done, Preston. Thank you very much. Preston's reverence for those who have served our nation reminds us of why we salute our flag, why we put our hands on our hearts for the Pledge of Allegiance, and why we proudly stand for the National Anthem. Americans love their country, and they deserve a government that shows them the same love and loyalty in return. For the last year, we have sought to restore the bonds of trust between our citizens and their government. Working with the Senate, we are appointing judges who will interpret the Constitution as written, including a great new Supreme Court justice and more circuit court judges than any new administration in the history of our country. We are totally defending our Second Amendment and have taken historic actions to protect religious liberty. And we are serving our brave veterans, including giving our veterans choice in their health care decisions. Last year, Congress also passed, and I signed, the landmark VA Accountability Act.
Since its passage, my administration has already removed more than 1,500 VA employees who failed to give our veterans the care they deserve. And we are hiring talented people who love our vets as much as we do. not stop until our veterans are properly taken care of, which has been my promise to them from the very beginning of this great journey. All Americans deserve accountability and respect, and that's what we are giving to our wonderful heroes, our veterans. Thank you. So tonight, I call on Congress to empower every cabinet secretary with the authority to reward good workers and to remove federal employees who undermine the public trust or fail the American people. drive to make Washington accountable, we have eliminated more regulations in our first year than any administration in the history of our country. We have ended the war on American energy, and we have ended the war on beautiful, clean coal. We are now very proudly an exporter of energy to the world. In Detroit, I halted government mandates that crippled America's great, beautiful auto workers so that we can get Motor City revving its engines again. And that's what's happening. Many car companies are now building and expanding plants in the United States, something we haven't seen for decades. Chrysler is moving a major plant from Mexico to Michigan. Toyota and Mazda are opening up a plant in Alabama, a big one, and we haven't seen this in a long time. It's all coming back.
Very soon, auto plants and other plants will be opening up all over our country. This is all news Americans are totally unaccustomed to hearing. For many years, companies and jobs were only leaving us. But now, they are roaring back. They're coming back. They want to be where the action is. They want to be in the United States of America. That's where they want to be. Exciting progress is happening every single day. To speed access to breakthrough cures and affordable generic drugs, last year, the FDA approved more new and generic drugs and medical devices than ever before in our country's history. We also believe that patients with terminal conditions, terminal illness, should have access to experimental treatment immediately that could potentially save their lives. People who are terminally ill should not have to go from country to country to seek a cure. I want to give them a chance right here at home it's time for Congress to give these wonderful, incredible Americans the right to try. One of my greatest priorities is to reduce the price of prescription drugs. In many other countries, these drugs cost far less than what we pay in the United States, and it's very, very unfair. That is why I've directed my administration to make fixing the injustice of high drug prices one of my top priorities for the year. And prices will come down substantially. Watch. <laughs> America has also finally turned the page on decades of unfair trade deals that sacrificed our prosperity and shipped away our companies, our jobs, and our wealth. Our nation has lost its wealth, but we're getting it back so fast. The era of economic surrender is totally over. From now on, we expect trading relationships to be fair and, very importantly, 
reciprocal. We will work to fix bad trade deals and negotiate new ones. And they'll be good ones, but they'll be fair. And we will protect American workers and American intellectual property through strong enforcement of our trade rules. As we rebuild our industries, it is also time to rebuild our crumbling infrastructure. America is a nation of builders. We built the Empire State Building in just one year. Isn't it a disgrace that it can now take 10 years just to get a minor permit approved for the building of a simple road. I am asking both parties to come together to give us safe, fast, reliable, and modern infrastructure that our economy needs and our people deserve. Tonight, I'm calling on Congress to produce a bill that generates at least $1.5 trillion for the new infrastructure investment that our country so desperately needs. Every federal dollar should be leveraged by partnering with state and local governments and, where appropriate, tapping into private sector investment to permanently fix the infrastructure deficit, and we can do it. Any bill must also streamline the permitting and approval process, getting it down to no more than two years and perhaps even one. Together, we can reclaim our great building heritage. We will build gleaming new roads, bridges, highways, railways, and waterways all across our land. And we will do it with American heart, American hands, and American grit. We want every American to know the dignity of a hard day's work. We want every child to be safe in their home at night. And we want every citizen to be proud of this land that we all love so much. We can lift our citizens from welfare to work, from dependence to independence, and from poverty 
to prosperity. As As tax cuts create new jobs, let's invest in workforce development and let's invest in job training, which we need so badly. Let's open great vocational schools so our future workers can learn a craft and realize their full potential. And let's support working families by supporting paid family leave. As America regains its strength, opportunity must be extended to all citizens. That is why this year we will embark on reforming our prisons to help former inmates who have served their time get a second chance at life. Struggling communities, especially immigrant communities, will also be helped by immigration policies that focus on the best interests of American workers and American families. For decades, open borders have allowed drugs and gangs to pour into our most vulnerable communities. They've allowed millions of low-wage workers to compete for jobs and wages against the poorest Americans. Most tragically, they have caused the loss of many innocent lives. Here tonight are two fathers and two mothers, Evelyn Rodriguez, Freddie Cuevas, Elizabeth Alvarado, and Robert Mickens. Their two teenage daughters, Kayla Cuevas and Nisa Mickens, were close friends on Long Island. But in September, 2016, on the eve of Nisa's 16th birthday, such a happy time it should have been, neither of them came home. These two precious girls were brutally murdered while walking together in their hometown. Six members of the savage MS-13 gang have been charged with Kayla and Nisa's murders. Many of these gang members took advantage of glaring loopholes in our laws to enter the country as illegal, unaccompanied, alien minors and wound up in Kayla and Nisa's high school. Evelyn, Elizabeth, Freddie, and Robert, tonight everyone in this chamber is praying for you. Everyone in America is grieving for you. Please stand. Thank you very much.
I want you to know that 320 million hearts are right now breaking for you. We love you. Thank you. Well, we cannot imagine the depths of that kind of sorrow. We can make sure that other families never have to endure this kind of pain. Tonight, I am calling on Congress to finally close the deadly loopholes that have allowed MS-13 and other criminal gangs to break into our country. We have proposed new legislation that will fix our immigration laws and support our ICE and Border Patrol agents. These are great people. These are great, great people that work so hard in the midst of such danger so that this can never happen again. The United States is a compassionate nation. We are proud that we do more than any other country anywhere in the world to help the needy, the struggling, and the underprivileged all over the world. But as President of the United States, my highest loyalty, my greatest compassion, my constant concern is for America's children, America's struggling workers, and America's forgotten communities. I want our youth to grow up, to achieve great things. I want our poor to have their chance to rise. So tonight, I am extending an open hand to work with members of both parties, Democrats and Republicans, to protect our citizens of every background, color, religion, and creed. My duty and the sacred duty of every elected official in this chamber is to defend Americans, to protect their safety, their families, their communities, and their right to the American dream. Because Americans are dreamers, too. Here tonight is one leader in the effort to defend our country, Homeland Security Investigation Special Agent Celestino Martinez. He goes by DJ and CJ. He said, call me either one. So we'll call you CJ. Sir, 15 years in the Air Force before becoming an ICE agent and spending the last 15 years fighting gang violence and getting dangerous criminals off of our streets. Tough job. At one point, MS-13 leaders ordered CJ's murder, and they wanted it to happen quickly. But he did not cave to threats or to fear. Last May, he commanded an operation to track down gang members on Long Island.
His team has arrested nearly 400, including more than 220 MS-13 gang members. And I have to tell you what the Border Patrol and ICE have done. We have sent thousands and thousands and thousands of MS-13 horrible people out of this country or into our prisons. So I just want to congratulate you, CJ. You're a brave guy. Thank you very much. And I asked CJ, what's the secret? He said, we're just tougher than they are. And I like that answer. <laughs> now let's get Congress to send you and all of the people in this great chamber have to do it. We have no choice. CJ, we're going to send you reinforcements and we're going to send them to you quickly. It's what you need. Over the next few weeks, the House and Senate will be voting on an immigration reform package. In recent months, my administration has met extensively with both Democrats and Republicans to craft a bipartisan approach to immigration reform. Based on these discussions, we presented Congress with a detailed proposal that should be supported by both parties as a fair compromise, one where nobody gets everything they want, but where our country gets the critical reforms it needs and must have. Here are the four pillars of our plan. The first pillar of our framework generously offers a path to citizenship for 1.8 million illegal immigrants who were brought here by their parents at a young age. That covers almost three times more people than the previous administration covered. Under our plan, those who meet education and work requirements and show good moral character will be able to become full citizens of the United States over a 12-year period. The second pillar fully secures the border. That means building a great wall on the southern border, and it means hiring more heroes like CJ to keep our communities safe. <laughs> Crucially, our plan closes 
the terrible loopholes exploited by criminals and terrorists to enter our country. And it finally ends the horrible and dangerous practice of catch and release. The third pillar ends the visa lottery, a program that randomly hands out green cards without any regard for skill, merit, or the safety of American people. It's time to begin moving toward a merit-based immigration system. One that admits people who are skilled, who want to work, who will contribute to our society, and who will love and respect our country. The fourth and final pillar protects the nuclear family by ending chain migration. Under the current broken system, a single immigrant can bring in virtually unlimited numbers of distant relatives. Under our plan, we focus on the immediate family by limiting sponsorships to spouses and minor children. This vital reform is necessary not just for our economy, but for our security and for the future of America. In recent weeks, two terrorist attacks in New York were made possible by the visa lottery and chain migration. In the age of terrorism, these programs present risks we can just no longer afford. It's time to reform. These outdated immigration rules and finally bring our immigration system into the 21st century. These four pillars represent a down-the-middle compromise and one that will create a safe, modern, and lawful immigration system. For over 30 years, Washington has tried and failed to solve this problem. This Congress can be the one that finally makes it happen. Most importantly, these four pillars will produce legislation that fulfills my ironclad pledge to sign a bill that puts America first. So let's come together, set politics aside, and finally, get the job done.
These reforms will also support our response to the terrible crisis of opioid and drug addiction. Never before has it been like it is now. It is terrible. We have to do something about it. In 2016, we lost 64,000 Americans to drug overdoses, 174 deaths per day, seven per hour. We must get much tougher on drug dealers and pushers if we are going to succeed in stopping this scourge. My administration is committed to fighting the drug epidemic and helping get treatment for those in need, for those who have been so terribly hurt. The struggle will be long and it will be difficult, but as Americans always do, in the end, we will succeed, we will prevail. As we have seen tonight, the most difficult challenges bring out the best in America. We see a vivid expression of this truth in the story of the Holetz family of New Mexico. Ryan Holetz is 27 years old, an officer with the Albuquerque Police Department. He's here tonight with his wife, Rebecca. year, Ryan was on duty when he saw a pregnant, homeless woman preparing to inject heroin. When Ryan told her she was going to harm her unborn child, she began to weep. She told him she didn't know where to turn, but badly wanted a safe home for her baby. In that moment, Ryan said he felt God speak to him. You will do it. Because you can. He heard those words. He took out a picture of his wife and their four kids. Then he went home to tell his wife, Rebecca. In an instant, she agreed to adopt. The Holettes named their new daughter, Hope. Ryan and Rebecca, you embody the goodness of our nation. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan and Rebecca. As we rebuild America's strength and confidence at home, 
We are also restoring our strength and standing abroad. Around the world, we face rogue regimes, terrorist groups, and rivals like China and Russia that challenge our interests, our economy, and our values. In confronting these horrible dangers, we know that weakness is the surest path to conflict, and unmatched power is the surest means to our true and great defense. For this reason, I am asking Congress to end the dangerous defense sequester and fully fund our great military. As part of our defense, we must modernize and rebuild our nuclear arsenal, hopefully never having to use it, but making it so strong and so powerful that it will deter any acts of aggression by any other nation or anyone else. Perhaps someday in the future, there will be a magical moment when the countries of the world will get together to eliminate their nuclear weapons. Unfortunately, we are not there yet, sadly. Last year, I also pledged that we would work with our allies to extinguish ISIS from the face of the Earth. One year later, I am proud to report that the coalition to defeat ISIS has liberated very close to 100% of the territory just recently held by these killers in Iraq and in Syria and in other locations as well. But there is much more work to be done. We will continue our fight until ISIS is defeated. Army Staff Sergeant Justin Peck is here tonight. Near Raqqa, last November, Justin and his comrade, Chief Petty Officer Kenton Stacy, were on a mission to clear buildings that ISIS had rigged with explosive so that civilians could return to that city, hopefully soon and hopefully safely. Clearing the second floor of a vital hospital, Kenton Stacy was severely wounded by an explosion. Immediately, Justin bounded into the booby-trapped and unbelievably dangerous and unsafe building and found Kenton but in very, very bad shape. He applied pressure to the wound, 
and inserted a tube to reopen an airway. He then performed CPR for 20 straight minutes during the ground transport and maintained artificial respiration through two and a half hours and through emergency surgery. Kenton Stacy would have died if it were not for Justin's selfless love for his fellow warrior. Tonight, Kenton is recovering in Texas. Raqqa is liberated, and Justin is wearing his new Bronze Star with a V for valor. Staff Sergeant Heck, all of America salutes you. Terrorists who do things like place bombs in civilian hospitals are evil. When possible, we have no choice but to annihilate them. When necessary, we must be able to detain and question them. But we must be clear, terrorists are not merely criminals. They are unlawful enemy combatants. And when captured overseas, they should be treated like the terrorists they are. In the past, we have foolishly released hundreds and hundreds of dangerous terrorists, only to meet them again on the battlefield, including the ISIS leader, al-Baghdadi, who we captured, who we had, who we released. So today, I'm keeping another promise. I just signed, prior to walking in, an order directing Secretary Mattis, who is doing a great job. Thank you. To re-examine our military detention policy and to keep open the detention facilities in Guantanamo Bay. I am asking Congress to ensure that in the fight against ISIS and Al-Qaeda, 
We continue to have all necessary power to detain terrorists wherever we chase them down, wherever we find them. And in many cases, for them, it will now be Guantanamo Bay. At the same time, as of a few months ago, our warriors in Afghanistan have new rules of engagement. Along with their heroic Afghan partners, our military is no longer undermined by artificial timelines, and we no longer tell our enemies our plans. Last month, I also took an action endorsed unanimously by the U.S. Senate just months before. I recognized Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. Shortly afterwards, dozens of countries voted in the United Nations General Assembly against America's sovereign right to make this decision. In 2016, American taxpayers generously sent those same countries more than $20 billion in aid. That is why tonight I am asking Congress to pass legislation to help ensure American foreign assistance dollars always serve American interests and only go to friends of America, not enemies of America. As we strengthen friendships all around the world, we are also restoring clarity about our adversaries. When the people of Iran rose up against the crimes of their corrupt dictatorship, I did not stay silent. America stands with the people of Iran in their courageous struggle for freedom. asking Congress to address the fundamental flaws in the terrible Iran nuclear deal. My administration has also imposed tough sanctions on the communist and socialist dictatorships in Cuba and Venezuela. But no regime has oppressed its own citizens more totally or brutally than the cruel dictatorship in North Korea. North Korea's reckless pursuit 
of nuclear missiles could very soon threaten our homeland. We are waging a campaign of maximum pressure to prevent that from ever happening. Past experience has taught us that complacency and concessions only invite aggression and provocation. I will not repeat the mistakes of past administrations that got us into this very dangerous position. We need only look at the depraved character of the North Korean regime to understand the nature of the nuclear threat it could pose to America and to our allies. Otto Warmbier was a hard-working student at the University of Virginia, and a great student he was. On his way to study abroad in Asia, Otto joined a tour to North Korea. At its conclusion, this wonderful young man was arrested and charged with crimes against the state. After a shameful trial, the dictatorship sentenced Otto to 15 years of hard labor before returning him to America last June, horribly injured and on the verge of death. He passed away just days after his return. Otto's wonderful parents, Fred and Cindy Warmbier, are here with us tonight, along with Otto's brother and sister, Austin and Greta. Please. Incredible people. You are powerful witnesses to a menace that threatens our world, and your strength truly inspires us all. Thank you very much. Thank you. Tonight, we pledge to honor Otto's memory with total American resolve. Thank you. Finally, we are joined by one more witness to the ominous nature of this regime. His name is Mr. Ji Sung Ho. In 1996, Sung Ho was a starving boy in North Korea. One day, he tried to steal coal from a railroad car to barter for a few scraps of food, which were very hard to get. 
In the process, he passed out on the train tracks, exhausted from hunger. He woke up as a train ran over his limbs. He then endured multiple amputations without anything to dull the pain or the hurt. His brother and sister gave what little food they had to help him recover and ate dirt themselves, permanently stunting their own growth. Later, he was tortured by North Korean authorities after returning from a brief visit to China. His tormentors wanted to know if he'd met any Christians. He had, and he resolved after that to be free. Sung Ho traveled thousands of miles on crutches all across China and Southeast Asia to freedom. Most of his family followed. His father was caught trying to escape and was tortured to death. Today, he lives in Seoul, where he rescues other defectors and broadcasts into North Korea what the regime fears most, the truth. Today, he has a new leg. But Sung Ho, I understand you still keep those old crutches as a reminder of how far you've come. Your great sacrifice is an inspiration to us all. Please, thank you. Sung Ho's story is a testament to the yearning of every human soul to live in freedom. It was that same yearning for freedom that nearly 250 years ago gave birth to a special place called America. It was a small cluster of colonies caught between a great ocean and a vast wilderness. It was home to an incredible people with a revolutionary idea that they could rule themselves, that they could chart their own destiny, and that together they could light up the entire world. That is what our country has always been about. That is what Americans have always stood for, always strived for, and always done. Atop the dome of this capital stands the Statue of Freedom. She stands tall and dignified among the monuments to our ancestors who fought and lived and died to protect her. Monuments to Washington and Jefferson and Lincoln and King. Memorials to the heroes of Yorktown and Saratoga. 
to young Americans who shed their blood on the shores of Normandy and the fields beyond, and others who went down in the waters of the Pacific and the skies all over Asia. And freedom stands tall over one more monument, this one, this capital, this living monument. This is the monument to the American people. We're a people whose heroes live not only in the past, but all around us, defending hope, pride, and defending the American way. They work in every trade. They sacrifice to raise a family. They care for our children at home. They defend our flag abroad. And they are strong moms and brave kids. They are firefighters and police officers and border agents, medics and Marines. But above all else, they are Americans. And this capital, this city, this nation belongs entirely to them. task is to respect them, to listen to them, to serve them, to protect them, and to always be worthy of them. Americans fill the world with art and music. They push the bounds of science and discovery, and they forever remind us of what we should never, ever forget. The people dreamed this country. The people built this country. And it's the people who are making America great again. As long as we are proud of who we are and what we are fighting for, there is nothing we cannot achieve. As long as we have confidence in our values, faith in our citizens, and trust in our God, we will never fail. Our families will thrive. Our people will prosper. And our nation will forever be safe and strong and proud and mighty and free. Thank you, and God bless America. Good night.
right, Donald Trump just wrapping up his first official State of the Union address. So what do we got? Uh, almost 90 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was kind of petering there at the end. Yeah. There was some petering. A little tired for him, but uh, all in all, the guy did pretty well. Yeah. I, he was, you know, he, he's a pretty presidential Today, yes. At the at the State of the Union, no question. I have a lot of people tweeting us with the hashtag TheBlazeSotu. If you want to join us, TheBlazeSotu, S-O-T-U. And a lot of friends, uh, colleagues tweeting that they thought he did an amazing job. Uh, Glenn Beck also tweeted out uh, something to that effect as well, that he was crushing it tonight. Um, I retweeted it. I, I think he did. I think the content was a 10. The performance overall, I think he started a little slow, then got spectacular in the middle, kind of slow again. And petered out again. Petered out. So yeah. like a six, the middle part was a, was a ten. Amazing. I feel, yes. I feel like he got, uh, uh, I feel like he got not thrown, but he got upset. At some of the uh, potential at, screams, yes, fail, whatever. Yes. It really made him, uh, uh, let's say, unhappy. Yeah. And then, so he, you know, then, then he, he worked his way through that. Mm-hmm. I felt pretty good. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, you know, it's an hour and a half speech. It's a long time. Long time to stay, you know, focused on that speech, mm-hmm. stay focused on what you're doing. And especially for him. I mean, especially for, you know, 140 characters. Yeah. And, uh, you know, stay focused on sure. that and keep strong. Yeah. So it was like, toward the end, it was like, he... He did it, though, right? I mean, he did it. He stayed focused. It just slowed yep. down a little. He had to slow it down a little bit. A lot bit. of people so made comments fine. to the effect of, uh, you know, uh, more presidential than I've ever seen him be or pretty close to it. Pretty good. Um, for, for, for Donald Trump, tremendous. Yeah, absolutely. It was tremendous. I would say, I mean, <laughs> as far as a flowery and beautiful speech uh, written, eh, seven, seven and a half. Yeah. Content, though, the meat of the ideas and values and the things we haven't heard a president say or echo or be ashamed to say, a 10 across the board. And his performance, part of it, that middle part where he talked about the illegals and mentioned oh. the families, a 10. Yeah. He crushed it with yes, some things. And then, like we said, he kind of petered at the end. But all in all, I give the guy flying marks for it. I mean, incredible. <laughs> and, and once again, uh, he will be... Uh, oh, there's our boy Louis Gormer again. I mean, you couldn't remember him before. Boy, Louis, speech, but there he is. But he's Louis right got there. Him again he's on the got way a prime out. spot. In and out, in and out, baby. In and out. Wow, that's uh, amazing. He, president's making his way out. Glad handing some people on the way. And uh, you know, Congressman Louis Gormer, our man, uh, was right there uh, while he's coming in and right there on the way out. Yep. And we got the representative Joe Kennedy will deliver the Democratic response. We we'll we'll carry some of that. Usually, it's yes. yeah, not the, the unofficial. unofficial. That's We're not carrying any of that unofficial stuff. No, exactly. No, no, no. Just that from BET. Okay, so we're going to get into some specifics, and we'll also get some of your calls. 888-900-3393. It's 888-900-33 again. You can also join us on Twitter with the hashtag TheBlazeSoto. I'm fascinated to hear how, how people made it. Look at Louis still hanging. Louis Gover still yapping with him. Yes. He's, st- he's got him. He's got Look his ear, that. man. He does. I need you to sign this, Mr. No President. Doubt. I need you to. That's what you got to do, man. You got to. You gotta, you gotta stay get strong. There. You don't get the. You don't <laughs> oh, there's a signature. You don't get the signature without staying yeah. strong. There we go. Louis like, get on that. Let's go. Is that Fire and Fury? Awesome. This oh is fire. I don't think that's their sign. <laughs> so, give us your I don't thoughts. Know what book on, that was not just on his performance, but specifics. I don't think there's anything shocking. Uh, most of the proposals we had already heard, at least in part, the things yeah. like the infrastructure and that. Um, we do have a couple of counts for you, though. Um, official counts. Official counts. The number of times he clapped for himself was 22. 
is that official or just an unofficial that, official? I think that was an unofficial, unofficial official. Unofficial yes. official. Yes. Yes. He uh, mentioned some reference to make America great again twice. Twice. And gave the first lady two shout outs in the beginning. Yes, one but one said the first lady. Then he said then Melania, Melania Trump. And he, that, I think that was it, right? That was it. Yeah, but the point is, that doesn't happen that often. I think that was him trying to get back in good graces. Uh, yes. I, I think if he was trying to get back in good graces, there would have been yes. more. Interesting. I think there would have been more. I think, I, think he, I think at the beginning, he was like, I'm doing this out of uh, decorum, and this is what I'm supposed to do as president. I'm not mentioning you again for the rest of the night. Yeah. One thing that the best, the best out of this entire show, too, was... The faces of yes. Democrats like Nancy Pelosi. Some of them were tremendous. They were. Yes. Oh, Cory Booker was almost tears of rage. Yes. yes. He was he really was close. close to tears he was of close. rage. He was but real close. I was the face. He was. Oh, and I don't know if we talked about it, but the <coughs> BS. Did somebody do a cough yes. BS? Did yes. they say the word BS? BS. Um, well, the, oh boy, oh boy. I believe, like, I believe they know. did. I think they did. We're going to try too. to pull that apart because you guys both caught that. That, was, yeah. during, that was during the, his uh, immigration chain migration, right? But yes. well, he, he gave pillars. specific facts um, or things that he stated as facts yep. about the number of people migrating and how many could people bring their family. We're pretty sure that somebody yelled false or fail. Oh, yeah, false. Uh, uh, yeah, somebody false. did say false. Not true, false. false. Not okay, true. Yeah. And then after that was a <coughs> BS. <coughs> that was BS. like a couple lines yeah. later. Yeah. So we're pretty sure the, the false or fail and then the, and he the was BS. was booed. The f- right. He was booed. The boo. False. Then he said something else. <coughs> BS. <coughs> Mm-hmm. What was the boo for? That's right. It was. Uh, it was with the was chain migration stuff. That's their big hot well, button that's right, right, right now. Right. That's that's what they're going for right now. Um, I think the high watermark of the speech were um, probably him talking to the family members. Ms. Thirteen. The yeah. The, the, the yes. mom is, moms and dads of the two girls that were yes. killed. And when really when he gave them a shout, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, probably then when he talked to uh, some of the the soldiers, and then when he talked to the guy from North Korea, I think those. Wow, yes. that was that yes. was a fascinating shot. The guy from North Korea, he stands up, brings up his crutches, old-fashioned crutches. Yeah, that's an amazing story. And he oh. did he did that while calling out uh, Kim Jong Un, not by name, but North Korea. Well, yeah. called it a cruel dictatorship and yeah. stuff. Okay, the president has uh, left the, that right, the floor of the house. Yeah, he did. He talked he's about being strong. Right, he's left the floor of the house. He's made his way out. Uh, some still hangers on are there. Some others trying to get his autograph in that. Coming up in a couple of minutes, we will have the uh, official Democrat response from Joe Kennedy of Massachusetts. We're not going to carry? No, we're going to carry the, def- the Democratic response. Yeah, I was just letting you know that. There's no break. Oh, there's no break. I was like, oh, what are you going to do? I thought you for? sounded like that's where you were yeah, headed. Yeah, so. you did no, sound like you were about to go on break. Just let you know that's what's coming I was up. Just trying to just trying to head you off at the yeah. pass. Just, I appreciate don't, don't give that. Me a cough BS. I'm just. All right, here we go. Let's go to Joe uh, Kennedy. Oh, please, let's see Joe from Kennedy. Massachusetts. Uh, <laughs> They're telling people to report somewhere else. I was like, that doesn't <laughs> yeah. sound like it right there. No, no, no. no. Yeah. All right, well, we're waiting for that to so pull it up. We'll, uh, let's take a call from Joe in New York. Spot that down a little bit there. There you go. Joe in New York, welcome to the uh, Blaze Radio Network. How are you? Hey. Hey. How are you, sir? How you doing? Good. All right. You? 
Hello? Yes, Joe, you're on the air. What's up? Oh, sorry. That was a very divisive room. I mean, uh, I haven't seen such division. And they were talking about America, people getting more money, tax breaks, and the Dem just sat down. And we're a bunch of hypocrites. Right. I, I haven't seen such divisiveness since they cranked one out in the bathroom mirror. My God. It, it, it was ridiculous. Yeah, How do they call themselves Americans? They're certainly divided, Joe. And yeah, I mean, I don't think I, I most people like to divide. I mean, you can't even afford a, a you know, a, a kindness clap and general stuff or whatever. Right. If you don't want to clap for a, a piece of legislation or an idea yeah. you don't agree with, I get that. You don't have to. D- but I will say but this, Joe. Trump's hey. telling you you're getting more money back and people are doing better and they're sitting there looking like you got nine. I heads. understand. I, I t- I, in fact, at that very time, I thought that he should have said when he talked about the 4,000, I thought he should have said, and those aren't breadcrumbs, my friend. Yes. Right. And exactly. it was, we also saw doing, when he talked about the prescription, he gestures to the Democrats oh, to, yes, stand to stand up. Stand up. He told them. Stand you better up. before this. Yes. Right. This is for you guys. You better before this. Yes. But, Joe, I have to disagree. I, I have seen just as divisive a room, maybe more at times, and that's through the last couple administrations. Where this is just where we are now. It's completely divided. Right. Uh, incidentally, Jeffy, best radio performance ever. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Appreciate Thank the call, Thank Joe. Uh, if you want to join the program, 888 Let's go to Julie in Tennessee. Julie, you're on the, on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, y'all. Um, I had the best laugh uh, just watching the Democrats. Uh, Pelosi, I think she was chewing her lips off. She was biting her cheeks. And, uh, Chris, you mentioned it just as I was calling. But the faces, uh, Schumer looked like he was just, oh, he just yeah. was so angry. And I got, you know, to me, that was the best part of the whole thing, was watching them. <laughs> and there were a couple that looked like they were going to stand up, and I could have sworn I saw them being pulled back down. Like, no, no, you can't stand up. No, well, that was, that was, uh, that was the uh, devil on their shoulder holding yeah. them down. But yeah. also, Jeffy, you pointed out that the person sitting next to Pelosi was falling asleep. Yeah, and the, she woke was, him up by mistake. There was one shot where yeah. where uh, they were all there and they were clapping, and he ha- he all of a sudden had that sudden "I just fell asleep, but I should be awake" <laughs> jerk. Whoa! Not that I've ever had that happen on <laughs> television before working at this network, but I just know that there's been times when you all of a sudden you start falling asleep and you just and you realize oh, and you have that shake. And that, I was—it was just a scary just, shake. It was fun watching someone else have that. <laughs> well, I'm going to look for the Maxine Waters uh, BET oh, interview. Oh, it's going to be so good. Beach Forty Five. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. Thanks, you guys. I love the laugh. Thanks, Julie. Oh, Appreciate you checking yeah, in today. That's really so. Apparently, good. Van Jones just said on CNN in response to President Trump's speech. Right. He was selling sweet, tasty candy with poison in it. Oh, oh hello. Wait, okay, hello. they need to check uh, Van Jones to see if he has a van. Because that's a guy in a van that says sweet, tasty sweet candy, candy with candy poison with inside. Poison Who inside? Says that? Maybe he's Van Jones because he's a van man, you know. That's tremendous. That's a good line. Van's always trying to rebuild deal with the lines. Man. That's right. Nicole in Texas, you're on the Blaze Radio Network. How are you? Hey, first of all, happy belated birthday, Jeffy. Oh, thank you. And also, okay, so here's my thing. So I don't, okay, so I'm going to post things about the speech 
and my friends are going to come back with, oh, but, 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 uh, what are y'all's buts about this speech? Hang on, Nicole. Uh, let me put you on hold. We're going to go to the Democratic response, yeah, then we'll get to your up. question we'll as well. Here we go. Hang on. Joe Kennedy. Kennedy. American city built by immigrants. <laughs> From textiles to robots, this is a place that knows how to make great things. The new Kennedy, baby. The students who are with us here this evening in the auto tech program at Diamond Regional Technical School carry on that rich legacy. Like many American hometowns, Fall River has faced its share of storms. But the people here are tough. They fight for each other. They pull for their city. It is a fitting place to gather as our nation reflects on the state of our union. This is a difficult task. Many have spent the last year anxious, angry, afraid. We all feel the fractured fault lines across our country. We hear the voices of Americans who are forgotten and feel forsaken. We see an economy that makes stocks soar, investor portfolios bulge, and corporate profits climb, but fails to give workers their fair share of the reward. A government that struggles to keep itself open. Russia, knee deep in our democracy. An all out war on environmental protection. A justice department rolling back civil rights by the day. Hatred and supremacy proudly marching in our streets. Bullets tearing through our classrooms, concerts and congregations, targeting our safest sacred places. And this nagging, sinking feeling, no matter your political beliefs, that this is not right. This is not who we are. <laughs> Folks, it would, it would be easy to dismiss this past year as chaos, partisanship as politics. But it's far, far bigger than that. This administration isn't just targeting the laws that protect us. They're targeting the very idea that we are all worthy of protection. For them, dignity isn't something you're born with, but something you measure by your net worth, your celebrity, your headlines, your crowd size. Not to mention the gender of your spouse the country of your birth, the color of your skin, the God of your prayers. Their record is a rebuke to our highest American ideal, the belief that we are all worthy, 
that we are all equal, that we all count. In the eyes of our law and our leaders, our God and our government. That is the American promise. Today, ladies and gentlemen, today, that promise is being broken by an administration that callously appraises our worthiness and decides who makes the cut and who can be bargained away. They're turning American life into a zero-sum game where for one to win, another must lose, where we can guarantee America's safety if we slash our safety net where we can extend health care in Mississippi if we gut it in Massachusetts. We can cut taxes for corporations today if we raise them on families tomorrow. Where we can take care of sick kids if we sacrifice dreamers. We are bombarded with one false choice after another. Coal miners or single moms? Rural communities or inner cities? The coast or the heartland? As if the mechanic in Pittsburgh, a teacher in Tulsa, and a daycare worker in Birmingham are bitter rivals, rather than mutual casualties of a system forcefully rigged towards those at the top. As if the parent who lies awake, terrified that their transgender son or daughter will be beaten and bullied at school is any more or less legitimate and a parent whose heart is shattered by a daughter in the grips of an opioid addiction. So here is the, is the answer that Democrats offer tonight. We choose both. We fight for both because the greatest, strongest, richest nation in the world should not have to leave anyone behind. We choose, we choose a better deal for all who call our country home. We choose a living wage and a paid leave and affordable childcare your family needs to survive. We choose pensions that are solvent, trade packs that are fair, roads and bridges that won't rust away, a good education that you can afford. We choose a healthcare system that offers you mercy, whether you suffer from cancer or depression or addiction. We choose an economy strong enough to boast record stock prices and brave enough to admit that top CEOs making 300 times their average worker is not right. We choose Fault River. 
We choose the thousands of American communities whose roads aren't paved with power or privilege, but with an honest effort, with good faith, and the resolve to build something better for your kids. That, that is our story. It began the day our founding fathers and mothers set sail for a new world, fleeing oppression and intolerance. It continued with every word of our independence, the audacity to, to declare that all men are created equal, an imperfect promise for a nation struggling to become a more perfect union. It grew with every suffragette step, every freedom rider's voice, and with every weary soul we welcomed to our shores. And to all the dreamers out there watching tonight, let me be absolutely clear. Ustedes son parte de nuestra historia. Okay. Vamos right, a luchar. That's it. That's it. That's it. We're done. done. I'm done. Pull the, pull the, that's all this, Brad. Let's see. Okay, first of all, what did he say, Chris? I have no idea. What are you talking about? What did he just say when he did I have no idea there? what he said. He spoke Spanish, right? Uh, he did not speak Spanish. <laughs> okay. Did. I what did, did he speak? Was. Okay. I don't know. That was not Spanish. That was like white boy Spanish. Okay, I have no idea what he's saying, but I'm done with Joe Kennedy there. Yeah. And, and here's the fine that was the final straw, but I was getting ready to interrupt him anyway. Joe Kennedy the third. Joe Who? Kennedy the third. Joe Who? Kennedy the third just talked about rich privilege over and over again. I know. Being judged I'm, by being measured, right? By money. Stop it. Right. This guy's education, everything he has, it was because I think it's his great-grandfather, whoever it was, ran illegal be booze great, into right? a... Yeah, it could be. His great-great, right? Anyways, Joe Kennedy anyway. Sr. <laughs> ran booze into this country and was a mobster and built a rich family empire and bought his son the presidency and another son the Senate seat. God love him. And oh, this wait. guy standing there as a representative because of his rich and family privilege, and you're preaching to me about privilege? Yes, he is. Trust me, you have more privilege than I ever will, than any of my kids ever will. Amen. I have, that's the crap yeah, he's I'm tired already of. had more than we are ever going to have. This yeah. is the combined room here is ever yes. going to have. And there's you know, like 15 I, people here. I'm fine if you go out there and say, we have beliefs that you know we want to help people, whatever, in the Democrat Party. That's fine. Right. That's what you want to do, whatever. But I'm not going to stand there and listen to your hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Most of the people in the room there that were scowling at the president, Nancy Pelosi is uber rich. Her and her husband have gobs of money that they have built up. And she's talking about rich, know, rich privilege? Well, of course. Chuck Schumer, cat got some dough, man. And you're going to talk about rich privilege to me. Sorry. That's the hypocrisy that I and a lot of other people are tired of. And us. Uh, on another note for Joe Kennedy, uh, Representative Joe Kennedy, Democrat from Massachusetts, 4th District, uh, the uh, lighting in his uh, school where he's speaking at, uh, there's a problem because so? it looks like it looks like no, he's got it a is. serious drool coming down on both sides. No, sweating. no, that yeah. is lip balm privilege yes. is what okay. that is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He has lip. Uh, the gods it's got, of it can't lip be. Balm. If it was sweat, I'm okay with it because I do. I understand the no, whole I think it's sweating lip gloss. issue. 
I think what that shows, he is so wealthy. I mean, can you buy lip gloss for yourself? Can you just? No, I could not. See, this guy's got no, so I much. Got, I even got to wear it out to this thing. Right. I just got to yeah. use this stuff. I mean, I understand. So much they put in the outside of the lips. I understand the whole sweating thing like that because it's in Massachusetts, so it's cold outside, and they they turn the, the heat, heat on, on and then they bring in the TV and the camera and the lights, and you're dead. Yeah. I mean, as a sweater, as a human that that's a nice sweater. Thank you very much. As a human that uh, has issues with glands that. Have it's water not come it's out of weight, it. Let's be honest. All right, we're just we're calling it out. Nicole in Texas. All right, we're Back gonna get some, some more of your phone calls. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right, that's pretty much all we're gonna say about Joe Kennedy. You're welcome yes. to say whatever you want as well. But I'm I think kidding. we all get the outright and yes. obvious hypocrisy of rich privilege, and then the inaccuracies to talk about basically President Trump and what he's brought to America is just hatred and supremacy. Sorry. Sorry, I can't, can't deal with that. Also get some tweets with the hashtag, the blaze. So too. All right. What was the, um, the caller right before Joe Kennedy? She was wanting to know. Nicole, Nicole, Nicole what Texas. did she specifically? Yeah. All right, Nicole, back um, to your question. Yeah, I know. Y'all are so rude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, hey, by the way, that was Doc. That was okay. Joe Kennedy. <laughs> okay. First thing I want to tell you that I absolutely love Lawrence now. LBJ Trey. Okay, he is fun. I miss Cal, but Jeffy, I love. But I'll, oh my god! So now I've already lost my train of thought. Oh, see. Have, oh, but oh my okay. Gosh, so I here's what's on the screen for you, Nicole. Okay. Okay. What was it? You're gonna send us a check for eight thousand dollars a piece. Yes. So that's what you were gonna talk that's about. What it was. No, it says Don't Trump's speech it. so good. Don't. What to say to Don't. those who disagree? Because you were gonna post stuff on your social media, and some of your friends were gonna be mad oh, at you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Just don't go cash that check though. Until you know, I'm <laughs> posted But you got less than a minute. Um, go. Okay. So real quick. So all my friends are going to be like, oh, but, but. Oh, so what do you? What do I say to that? Well, you have to get into specifics. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do it, I mean, to, to, overall to do a blanket, well, he was good. He wasn't good or whatever. You're going to have to get specifics in the stuff, and you're just going to have to well, methodically talk that, about individual what, issues. Okay, yeah. what, would y'all grade, what would y'all grade that speech? Um, I just went down what I did, but yeah. we'll go down again uh, in one second here. Um, I'll get the guys. Yeah, but, we'll do the grading after yeah, the we'll time, do. no problem. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, Nicole, let me get a break in, and then Love we'll to. come back, and uh, we'll grade it, and we'll give you some specifics of what you can say. we got a bunch more people to get to on the phone, 888-900-3393, and also tweet at the pro- program with the hashtag TheBlazeSoTo. Give us your thoughts on the President's State of the Union address tonight. Back in a, moment, in a moment with just a bit more You're on the Blaze Radio the Network. State of the Union address and analysis from the Blaze Radio Network. This is special coverage of the State of the Union Address on the Blaze Radio Network. Our coverage of the State of the Union Address being brought to you by Patriot Mobile. Go to patriotmobile.com slash doc and sign up for mobile coverage that doesn't actually spend money on things or people or candidates you don't like. It's the only non-progressive mobile company in America. Check it out today at patriotmobile.com slash doc. Your calls now, 888-900-3393 if you want to join the program. You can also tweet at us at the hashtag TheBlazeSoTo. While you're at it, follow uh, at Doc Thompson Show, at Jeffy, Jeffy MRA. MRA, and at Real Chris Cruz. To the phone lines we go. Jody in Utah, thanks for holding. How are you? Hey, guys. So at this point, I have to turn in my girl card. <laughs> that was the girliest, bitchiest, whiniest, 
Moni agreed. I've heard since I don't know when. Halfway through, I was yelling at my iPad, shut up, make me a sandwich, and get me a beer. (laughs) (laughs) Are you talking Trump's or Kennedy's? Kennedy. Oh, okay. So I want to make sure. Okay. Yes! <laughs> Jody, I love you. Thank you. You know what I'm hearing, Jody? I'm hearing your rich privilege is what yeah, I'm thank hearing. Thank you. Oh, yes. It's thank from you. Utah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Likely. Okay, yeah. This is a woman who's on disability. I live on less than $800 a month. Shut up. <laughs> rich bitch. Oh. Nice. Wow, Jody, love Jody. you. Thanks oh, for the call. Take Good. it easy. Take Let's go to breath. Louisiana now. James, thanks for holding. You're on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, hey, I gotta admit, that was probably the most humble of the the soda speeches I think I have ever heard. Really? Now, I've only been around for 37 years. Gonna, so, you know, I, I hadn't heard quite that many of them. I mean, I, I will I say that I will say that perhaps that was a humble speech for Donald Trump. No, I think so, I think he's right though. Hang on, say James. I think I'm riding with James. I think it's humble. An accomplishment. He I, gave credit to those that did it, and the only time he mentioned himself that I caught, especially with the legislation, was he said Congress passed, and I and signed. I signed. Yeah, and I signed. Yeah. Well, and I would say this too, James. Normally, mm. normally when they bring this stuff up, we did this, we did that, or I did this, that, and yeah. it was really hyped. I think his tone was uh, All more us, humble. Yeah, Americans, everybody together. Yeah, yeah I'll give you so that. So yeah, I'm going to give you that, James. It's not a bad call, James. It's not. Now, I will say That's that check Twitter tonight. Accomplishment for Trump. Yes, it was, which is why he had to stay focused, which we talked about how it was, uh, you know, it was an hour and a half long speech and how, you know, it started off a little slow, gained momentum, really strong in the middle. And then he started started to wane a little at the end because he had to stay focused. It wasn't 140 characters. Yeah. And he couldn't take a little. I mean, it was strong for him and he stayed focused and he did it. He knocked it. He did a great job. And you're right, James. I think, it, you know, for him, I'll give you for him. It was humble. James, thanks for checking in. Appreciate it. Let's move on to line 33 now. Rob in Pennsylvania, you're on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, Doc. uh, First, I want to agree with James. Um, uh, He didn't use the word I. Yeah, he didn't. Compared to Obama, uh, we used it about a million times. (laughs) That's a really good point compared to that, yeah. But uh, uh, my only low points were the uh, transportation and uh, amnesty proposals. Um, But... uh, the rest of the speech is full of more red meat than a cattle ranch. Um, <laughs> it took a really hard line on MS-13 and, and North Korea, um, treating terrorists like they violated the Geneva Convention because they've never stopped. Um, the, the criminal justice reform, and, and he's making a major play for the black vote, which is something I've, I've never heard uh, from a Republican during a speech. Um uh, on Joe Kennedy. Well, they spot, certainly, you, after, for uh, Rob, when he talked about uh, black unemployment and uh, how strong that was, uh, many, it looked, they took a shot of the black caucus and uh, they were not happy or standing or smiling or nothing, no. not even a crack, not even a, a wink. And then when he mentioned the Hispanic, they went to Castro, brother, and he was serious not even a wink. Attack. Yeah, I mean, nothing. So, I mean, I, I, I agree no, with you, but he got, I don't know that he, I don't know that he won anything from it. Mm-mm. At least, yeah. at least from well, Congress, maybe from the American people is another story. But yeah, and, and Joe, J- 
Joe Kennedy sounded like an emasculated beta who was all virtue signaling. <laughs> Dude, this is fascinating. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate the call from Pennsylvania. All right, let's go to line 52 now. Dan in New York, welcome to the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, guys. How are you? Doing well, right. sir. Hey, overall, I thought it was a great speech. I was pretty surprised on how he would deliver and his consistency. Um and the specifics, he just didn't do things too broad and just kind of cover every little topic. He got into some specific. But I would like to see hear your opinions on what he talked about with the economic part, the $1.5 trillion for infrastructure. That's, you know, when we were part of the Tea Party and saying, hey, this isn't good when Bush was starting that and kind of Obama took over that, we were like, hey, that's not good spending. And where we are in this economic kind of uh, uptrend you know, since well, the I mean, uh, I, I, Doc may have, uh, you know, a further in-depth uh, comment, but my comment is uh, he talked about uh, being the king of debt. And he talked about loving debt. And he talked about being in not, debt not tonight. while he was running for the Fair. presidency of the United States, his campaign. And nobody listened. <clears throat> they didn't want to hear it. Exactly. Because they were going to vote for Donald Trump. Because he was Trump. And anybody that said anything was anti-Trump. And why do you hate him? Dan, you know what? So, You're right. This is the moment that conservatives and libertarians and whatever, you got to check your consistency that's right exactly here. right. Because if you called out other people on infrastructure spending, if you didn't like TARP or stimulus or son of stimulus or any of the Which other- Which Dan, I mean, Dan did mention it. So, I mean, uh, right, he, exactly. he's got to- You're right. Then we need to call everybody out and say, no, you're getting this one wrong. And even if there is this private component he's talking about, um, we're giving something up somehow or the private sector is not interested in it. Right. There's, you see what I'm saying? There's no, no, we're going to let the private uh, sector do right. it. Why would they just do it unless they're getting something exactly. somewhere, right? Exactly. And that's the point of the whole thing of do you, do we let the government kind of oversee these kind of things in our economy and then say, yeah, we're going to do it because we'll spend it and we'll encourage you or we'll help you. And it doesn't create a real economy. It creates another false economy. And then we're like, he's going to be on the hook. If we have a crash in the next, if he makes it, you know, make it through this, obviously, the four years. But if he goes up for the re-election, we're in the middle of a crash, just like Bush was, he'll it's be done. Right. Yeah. Well, that's no kidding. Because he's, he's riding high on that. Yep. And that's one thing. I mean, they're going to try and have tried and tried and tried to bring him down. And everything he does, they hate. And everything <laughs> they that he says, they hate. And as long as the if, as far as when the economy is strong and keeps growing, psh, they're not going to touch them. Dan, yeah, thanks for the call. Appreciate you joining us. 888-900-3393 if you want to join the program or on Twitter, the hashtag TheBlazeSoTo. Yeah, uh, back to infrastructure for a moment. You're absolutely right. It, I don't think there's anything he could do with some with a private sector combination or partnership where it, it saves us money. I mean, somehow they're not just going to throw money in this just because right. they want to build roads. Right. And with regard to infrastructure, it is almost always in America uh, a bottomless pit of waste, graft, and corruption. We spend money on this wow. stuff. It does not. It wouldn't create the jobs even if it actually went to building bridges and roads. And the few jobs it does create, they are temporary. It's a Band-Aid. So if you put $50 billion in this and we're going to spend it this year, great. What happens in January? Well, Even if you created jobs, are they around in January? No. Well, they will be with another 50. And there's the problem. <laughs> and then you look at uh, all the union involvements and the kickbacks that go to certain companies that have favor with these politicians, and we do are not get a big bang for that? our bucks. 
No, Are yeah, absolutely. Are you still on that? The infrastructure plan is a fail. And there's another component I, of this. You know, Part of the reason the economy is doing well and we know the companies that are already coming out in support and saying we're going to reinvest right. money and give it to our employees is because this is one of the things that you can do when you're in office, when you're in the White House, when you're in Congress, that will actually stimulate the economy. Correct. Another is... In your, wherever it is. Right. Wherever you're at. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So uh, to say we are going to uh, lower taxes because then people are going to keep their money, they can reinvest it, they can do whatever, and people are flush with cash. One of the other things you can do is cut interest rates. Well, we've cut that for so many years, there's nowhere else to cut. And that's the reason the economy is roaring back because we haven't talked tax cuts in a long time. Now, there's another way you can also deal with the debt and spending. Because that actually ties somewhat into taxes as well and what the government's doing responsibly. So if the president actually had this success with the new tax bill, and now he's talking about taking on another $1.5 trillion in debt, you don't think Wall Street and the rest of America is going to go, wait a minute, Man. more debt? That's a concern. That is a huge landmine out there on the horizon that we still have not dealt with. You want to fix the economy and you want to see it boom even more. Cut that corporate tax rate even more. Reform taxes even more. But before you do that, because you have the new tax law, reform spending and balance the budget. There's the key, Mr. President, and that's what you missed tonight. It makes makes sense, no question. I, I would also question the really... You know, is there an infrastructure problem? I, seriously, I, I'm asking. I want. I, I'm not being funny. I want to know: is there an infrastructure problem? I've driven all over this country. You're from Detroit, and you don't know there's an infrastructure problem. A, a couple of potholes in Detroit that needs to be fixed because because Joe didn't fill it up. He was busy buying you know a, buying you know, a crack it's downtown. Po- it's one pothole. It's one giant pothole. You want to know the infrastructure all over right this country? There's not. There's not. There's not a lot of potholes. Go to Puerto Rico. They have an infrastructure problem. Yes, they we do. We don't have roads. Yes, they do. We do not have yes, that. Yes, they do. And I know. An and, and the reason problem. you don't have the roads is because of a, a devastating hurricane, and then you you people just left stuff in a warehouse and didn't help every, each other out. I got it. It's okay. Well, no, you bring up a good point, though. By comparison, absolutely, we don't. And there's another key. Oh, component. you forgot about that. I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. I'm there's another key component of infrastructure, and that is state spending on infrastructure. Thank you. And maybe this should be more of a responsibility of the states. Thank you. Instead, yes. the federal government taking in a bunch of money and saying, "People in New Mexico, I mean, that, you're building a bridge in Massachusetts." Right. And they started that. That's when they started because where do, where do we get from, where do we get that with the big uh, back in the 40s, right? Yep. When it was just going to the country's going to rebuild. And, uh, and now it's, it was just like, you know what? That's a good idea. Really? Maybe people, let the feds do it. Maybe people in Nevada, you build the roads and bridges you want, and the people in Texas will build the roads and bridges they want. And, and if I go to Nevada Florida. a couple times and the roads are for crap, I'll decide, you know what? I'm not going there anymore. We'd still go there because the gambling and hookers. But still, uh, other states, okay, that would be another, a better example. State. Yeah, there's, sure. a, there's better examples. A better examples. one, okay. All right, let's get to uh, some of the things that happened during the State of the Union speech, and we'll give our uh, overall opinion. Oh, yeah, uh, get to our ratings, and we'll get to that as well. So get to the ratings. Chris, uh, overall, how did the president do tonight? I give him a solid B. Really? We're doing one to ten. Oh, I give him a solid <laughs> seven. Out of ten. Ten being the best. Yes, seven. Seven. Seven, seven. seven out of ten. What the hell? I'm seven. just repeating. <laughs> seven out of ten. Like, what are you not understanding? I know I understand. This? I'm just getting you. Seven out of ten. Got yes, it. Okay. seven out of ten. Good deal. 
What the hell? Nothing, Jeffy. What do you give him? No, seriously. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I think Chris is right at B. Just a B. <laughs> out of uh, out of one to twelve, what do you give? Him? No, what? one to ten. What do 18. you give? Eighteen. Eighteen out of one to ten. It's the only number I know. Don't you know that? Did you know I, that? So, um, you know, I want to. I want to say that it was strong and good. And you're right. You know, it was humble. He didn't use a lot of eyes. He didn't use a lot of me. You make him a lot of America. A couple of times. He clapped for himself. What twenty? Twenty two. Um, you know, it was strong. He was focused. And the wife number. is still pissed at him. Oh, I got something about the wife being and pissed just, at him. You know, there he's. How about a one to ten? Yeah. Is yeah. that what we're doing? Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, man, I hate to give him more than an eight, but we'll say nine. Really? Wow. It was pretty strong. I think I'm going to give him an overall uh, solid eight. Yeah, I don't want to give. I, I, yeah, I, I'm going. I'm taking my nine back. But I, can, I want the eight. But I can break it down into. I mean, as far as like a beautifully written speech, because obviously he didn't it write it. Yeah, it was a seven, something like that. You don't. Uh, like, if you're writing for Donald Trump, you don't need to make it eloquent. No, because you need to make it focused and to the point. Because when layman. he gets to, we say yes, layman. That's what he yeah. loves. That's what he wants to speak to America. Yeah, which he did. Yes, and he wants those points where he can read something and go. Yes. Beautiful, but that the is good. The content, the 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 points he made and the way he made them, I got to uh, give yeah, that a ten. Again, yeah. it was layman. I I, that's a solid ten. And then his performance of the speech, parts well, of it I thought were a six, parts of it I thought were a ten. Overall, I give the thing an eight. The part that yeah. got me is when he um he talked to the uh, the mothers and fathers, Evelyn Rodriguez, Freddie uh, Cervais, oh, yes. uh, Elizabeth Alve. Uh, Alavardo and uh, Robert Mickens, their two teenage daughters, were killed yeah, by illegals, members of MS-13. MS-13. Yeah. And after he told their story and mentioned MS-13 and called them out, he turned to them and he said, tonight, everyone in this chamber is praying for you. Everyone in America is grieving for you. And 320 million hearts are breaking for you. Yeah, That's We beautiful. cannot imagine the got... depth of your sorrow, but we can make sure that other families never have to endure this pain. That's Chills, pretty strong, and and he delivered it well. I I think the cat was sincere about uh, was sincere about that. Oh, absolutely, because it had to do with uh, immigration. Uh, so I mean, he's, and right, it also I mean, goes back to the point with the campaign when he was talking about uh, illegals being murderers and rapists, and it, it kind of calls on what he said during the campaign. Uh, let's see. He called out, gave a little shout uh, out to Steve Scalise. Everyone sounded kind of like that. I think they like you, Steve. <laughs> right, right. And it was, that was fun. That was Everybody fun likes you, Steve. Right, yeah, that, that was. was good stuff. Uh, he said uh, unemployment for African Americans is a historic low. He said unemployment for Hispanics is an all-time low as well. Uh, praise the new tax law and some yeah. of the benefits of it, and that was absolutely true. And he broke it down. He called, yes, o- he yeah, went piece by piece. He called Obamacare, the uh, Obamacare mandate, a cruel tax. And that was when that Nancy was awesome. Pelosi oh, man, was almost... Bad. You know what I, you know what I loved yeah. about it? Oh, it yeah. wasn't her, just cruel. Her dentures and it about fell off because yeah. she's. Yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> wasn't just a cruel uh, uh, program, whatever. It was a cruel tax. Yeah. Because remember, right. how was it ruled? That's, That's right. A tax. a tax. That was a yeah. Um, when he gave his our motto is in God we trust and, and let that ring out there. And Paul Ryan kind of pointed Points above him to, to the, the because it's written above yeah. the speaker's chair there in the podium. 
Um, then when he gave the first veiled shot at the NFL players and others oh, who kneeled during the two or three times, yeah. yeah, right in a row there, man. yeah. So was, he gave him kind of a veiled one about the, the flag, flag and the yeah. national anthem, yep. and then it basically called him out just not in name, no. for people kneeling, which is interesting. Uh, he said we uh, talked about energy, we ended our war on energy, and then he mentioned the beautiful clean coal. <laughs> By the way, beautiful was not on the script. We no, were following on the I script. Had beautiful, he had. Uh, uh, What's the count? Six beautifuls. Nice. Six beautifuls. I'm guessing all of them were off script. That's my <laughs> yes. speculation. Yeah, there were no beautiful on the script. We Your checked. speculation would be 100% correct. <laughs> yeah, they think that's uh, that's where I was at. Uh, Glenn Beck tweeted earlier, uh, at Donald Trump is hitting this out of the park. His invitation to the Democrats to stand for low drugs prices yeah. was worth the pri- was worth the price of admission alone. Yes, Thank you. that's when he know, went he both hands. To, he was like, up. get up. Because think about it, he didn't just call out, hey, praise me or whatever. This was specific. I'm calling for low drugs. You're sitting? Seriously? Get your asses up. He should have done that. I I swear to you, he should have done that to the Black Caucus, too, when they they talked about unemployment, too. Because they all had that look of, screw you, and sat there with their their sourpuss mugs. Right. Are you kidding me? So you're not for unemployment? You're not for the best unemployment numbers ever? Can you imagine if he had called them out there and said, wait a minute. Oh right! Oh. You can't clap for you that. Can't stand up for oh. that. You can't cheer for that. Oh my gosh! I know. You, and yeah, you can't cheer for your fellow Americans Thank that you. have been. And you're telling us as part of the Congressional Black Caucus that would have been. I know. Unique and some would say inappropriate, but I, I say that's that would be good. <laughs> love when he mentioned the people killed by illegals, and uh, I love when he uh, mentioned the veterans too. Yeah, and stood oh, up yeah. and said that too because they did have some they accomplishments this year. Yeah, yes, they, they did. Right. All right, back to the phone calls we go. Let's go to Marilyn and Jeff. How are you? Welcome to the Blaze Radio Network. How you doing tonight? I would, I'm a truck driver. I'm uh, heading my way to about 30 miles outside of uh, Washington D.C. right now. But you guys missed. The best part of the, uh, I shouldn't say the best, the most important part of the uh, rebuttal. Oh, no. From Joe Kennedy, what what did we miss? Cory Booker got Rosa parked. <laughs> oh, i tell you what. Here what? you go. Give me the punchline. Here's what you need to do, Jeff. Here's what you need to do is give me the punchline again. One more time. When you get to the end of the punchline, blow the truck horn. Have that again. All right. Here we go. Cory Booker has been uh, given, uh, you know, pointing out their their point of view for the last two weeks pretty heavily. Yeah. And right. tonight, and tonight, they put a white, 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 rich boy in front of him and told Cory Booker, go sit to the back of the bus. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate the call. To the Sunshine State we Sad. go. Line 22. Robert in Florida, how are you? I'm doing good. Hey, um, I've lived in uh, rural parts of uh, Washington State, California, and now Florida, and it always makes me laugh whenever I hear Democrats say, well, we stand for all of America. Well, no, you don't, because you stand for the cities, the colleges, and all those which you feel are educated and make everybody else feel stupid. Yeah, That's a great point. Where are they? They're fighting so hard for illegals, albeit some of them who didn't commit any crime. Their parents brought them here. But how come they weren't talking about the guy that lives in Elkins, West Virginia, yep. in Appalachia that doesn't have a job. Yeah. The guy that lives or, in Gallipolis, Ohio. Is it uh, um, uh, Hillary saying, oh, we're going to shut the coal mines down? Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
these, these people sit there saying that they're for everybody, and then the only time it comes to anything, it's rich, college-educated, or illegal. I mean, we got that yeah. from the teacher in California, right, early last week, telling his students that uh, the only people that uh, join the military oh, are, uh, yeah. you know, stupid poor. and dumb and yep. poor and, uh, you know, your Uncle Joe, yeah. and, uh, and, then they, and turn around they don't and go to school. So screw you. Yeah. Robert, thanks so much for the Thanks so much for the call, buddy. You're appreciate you're it. Absolutely right, Robert. I mean, they didn't mention any of that. No. no. None of them have brought any of this up with the tax bill, with any of this stuff. What about the people in uh, you know, in Detroit that happen to be poor or or uh, rural America like through the Rust Belt or through uh, Appalachia or any of this? How about Alabama, Mississippi? Yeah. Have you checked the statistics on Mississippi? Yeah. Quite a few poor people there. Yeah, I don't know if you've checked that. Have you seen yeah. what the education rates are? Yeah. All over America, people have been suffering this for decades. And one of the reasons President Trump got elected, because as we know, yep. when those people went to the polls, they said, I have got to do something. We've this is not enough. a vote for, right, for beyond principles and everything else. Damn it. We need Thank some you. development. We need some money in our pockets to feed our families. And we want someone who actually, and they believe this, and, yeah. and I do too, but I mean, they want someone who believes in them. Yep. Not who says they do and then goes off and uh, works on people from the coasts and believes that they're, you know, the the Harvard and the Yale educated and we're better than you. They want someone that when Trump says make America great again, he ain't talking to the college professor. Let's go to line 93 in Kansas. Robert is standing by. Robert, welcome to the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, how you doing? All right. Good, sir. Hey, I just wanted to make comment on the infrastructure deal. Yes, sir. You know, I've been in, in construction all my life, and uh, I just wanted to address the issue. Nobody talks about the corruption at the state level. Right. You know, all, all these all these bills are passed, and all these billions of dollars are, okay, let's do our infrastructure. Let's make our highways better. By the time it gets down to the point where we're going to do something, we yeah. only got X amount of dollars left. I mean, Where's the whole rest of that money? There's pl- Listen, there's plenty of states facing uh, facing issues from the governor to state senators to uh, the state uh, attorney's office. Uh, Michigan, in particular, that I can think of comes to mind right off the top of my head. But there's other states too that are having big problems yeah. uh, because of that. And you're absolutely yeah. right, Robert. Yeah, you know, I mean, how are we going to fix the country if we can't fix things at the state level? Right, and then I just got you know, done talking about made- let's give it back to the states. <laughs> yeah, you know, don't mind me, Robert. You don't count, Jeffy. Shut up. Fifteen billion dollars, and there's only five. There's only five hundred dollars left by the time it comes down here to right. fix the road. Robert, I thanks, know. buddy. I appreciate frust- the call. It's frustrating. It it's is. frustrating for everyone involved in that. The- All right, standing by in the Commonwealth of Kentucky now, Felice. Welcome to the Blaze Radio Network. Oh, thank you. I just wanted to say that I found it amazing that they were put a Kennedy of all people up I there know. to begin with. They Bloodline, sat there man. and had the nerve to talk about Black Lives Matter, the data, yeah. and he is the poster boy I of know. white privilege. Yep. Bloodline. Another thing I'd like to say is I love what Trump is doing for veterans. My husband is a veteran. And he has been fighting for a year to try and get his disability. And up until Trump got in, it didn't start moving. That's good to hear. It is moving at least a little bit now, you're saying? That's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's moving a lot faster. They do have to get their appointments within two weeks now. 
Wow, nice. that's awesome. Thanks so much. And what happens when they don't? Oh, he sorry. hasn't run into that problem. I mean, they literally fed X his appointments to him to make sure he has all the information. Good. Fantastic. Felice, that's that is great. great to hear. Thanks so much for calling. Give your husband our regards and our thanks as well. Yep. All right, we'll get some more calls coming up. 888 We're giving our uh, post-show commentary on the President's State of the Union address and a little bit on Joe Kennedy. Just a little bit. That's all he really deserves. More coming up. To the State of the Union Address and Analysis, a special presentation from the Blaze Radio Network. in-depth analysis of the State of the Union Address on the Blaze Radio Network. In-depth. It is in-depth. It is. Yeah. I was covered from dresses to what they spoke. I was thinking superficial, though. I mean, we covered a broad range. But I don't know if anything in particular is in-depth. Look, Doc, we were in-depth just because we didn't know everybody's name who was in Congress and who's in the Senate. And just because... We talked about what they were wearing. Yes. And just because we were like, ooh, 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 look at Louis Gomer trying to get a. Well, hold on, but Louis Gomer did get the in and the out. Yes, he did. And he got the signature, too. Yes. I mean, my boy was on it. He was in. He was on it. So I'm sure that, you know, look, someone, I'm sure that some of the other networks that quite possibly are claiming to have in depth coverage didn't cover that. No. That's good. In some ways, we are more in depth. Yes. As far as the range of topics, okay, fine. I'll give you that. <laughs> Liberty, Liberty Dictator tweeting and using the hashtag TheBlazeSoto. I don't know about Puerto Rico, but in the U.S., 7 out of 10 is not the same as a B. Yes, it is. Shut up. That's a, that's a curse. Isn't that a Shut C? Up. That's a, yes. You may, you'd be like, that's a C plus, don't. maybe. No. A C plus, it's maybe. It's a B. That's a good point. It's, it's good a catch. solid B. Were you grading on the curb? Yeah, I was grading on the curb. Was that curve. common Definitely core, Matt? That is yes. common is core, Is that what that is? Yes. yes. Uh, Tech Roo tweeting, uh, uh, hashtag the blaze. So too, on a scale of one to ten, at Real Chris Cruz resorts to hexadecimal and gives the speech a solid B, which is an 11. Okay. <laughs> really? Really? No. 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 You don't you, think so? No. It's okay. a solid B. Seven is a solid B. You know, I'm going to... Yes. You're a little upset. What? Uh, what? Uh, re- reclaiming my time. <laughs> reclaiming my time. <laughs> reclaiming my time. Nobody Bob. holler. Nobody. Hey, ah. I'll give it to Maxine, though. During the speech, she didn't holler. Reclaiming my time. Not or... Impeach 45. <laughs> Impeach 45. Well, hold on. Was she there? I don't know if she I, was. I don't think she I was there. Oh, she might not have been. Because she had oh, a she's at the, down at, she's at down the in, in Atlanta, right? Yeah. At B-A-T. Or B-E-T. B-E-T. With, uh, what's her face? Bunch what's of other black people. How much, more, how much more in depth do you want? They were, no, I think that's... When she was down there with... <laughs> what's her face and what's that her was, face? That was pretty depthful. Okay, thank okay, you. I think ready to... Blah, blah, blah. Tweeting. Oh, I love the blah, blah, blah. Joe Kennedy III speaks Spanish like that sign language guy that signs gibberish. <laughs> Thank you. You know, he's not the only one. There was a, there's another lady in t- the other lady in Tampa. That oh, that's right, multiple ones. That. Yeah, they, the lady in Tampa. They were, she showed up. She showed up at the at the serial killer one. I know, and everybody's like, and "Oh, the sign language lady's she, here, right?" And she's not saying anything. She doesn't even a sign language. So we tremendous. had the the cat that was on stage with Obama. 
Yes. At Mandela's funeral, Mandela's funeral. Then you had this one. And then we had one during the hurricanes. Yes, Harvey. Where where they were giving emergency information. (laughs) And the people watching at home that were trying to get the emergency info was like, I don't know what that means. Where Where am I supposed to go? Where do I go? Turtle. I think he was saying phone numbers and names and, and like numbers of animals. animals. Yeah. Oh, like what is? And by the way, I mean, I it's not tremendous. And they say that's this. actually costing lives, right? I mean, that's, yes. no, it that's is. a danger. Yes. It is that's, dangerous. Uh, when you show up at some press conference where they're talking about a certain story where you're not costing anyone a life, mm-hmm. you know, at, at yeah. you know, that's maybe in a small time fraud and whatever, yeah. whatever you want to call it. But when you're talking about like a hur- the hurricane. Information that's mm-hmm. life-saving. Yeah, I mean that's that's dangerous. One of the things that uh, uh, it pisses me off is when a representative comes and tries to speak the Spanish. <laughs> I was to thinking do it. about this. It pisses me uh, off. It's genius. It is. Why? Because they busted out. I don't know right. if it's right. And I go, wow, he speaks. Spanish. I know. Cool. Good for you. If I was him, I would have busted out like seven languages. And I'm going to be like, wow, this guy speaks like seven languages. That's, pretty good. Oh. That's awesome. Because I don't know. Oh, it's, it's, uh, esta noche nosotros estamos con ustedes. <laughs> no, wrong term, wrong past tense. It's not even past tense. What are you doing? When, no. When Jeb Bush was governor of the state of Florida, he'd oh. come out and speak, throw the, throw the Spanish oh. around for a while. And everybody loved it. Everybody loved it. Everybody that wasn't Spanish. Right. Because he was catering to you guys. Look at them. They care about the little brown people. They do, see? They care about the little brown people. I got to be honest. Whenever I hear him speak Spanish, it just just makes me hungry for Mexican food. (laughs) The whole time I'm like, ooh, Mexican. Right, that's what I, maybe that's just me. All right, hashtag no, play so it, too. It works for everybody. Does it? Yeah. You want to join the uh, program, you can also do so uh, via the telephone, 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393. Trevor Ottman tweeting, can you imagine at Elon Musk heading up our infrastructure planning? That oh. really would give us the best infrastructure in the world. Would it, though? By the way. Would if, it, though? Because Elon Musk, uh, as much as I like the guy, as much as I like the guy, I love him. He's Mr. Billionaire, but he's milking billions of tax dollars from the American public. That's the thing you don't know. I mean, it's, the guy has got it down. God bless him. And, and I got it. And his tech part, really cool. I know. Real smart. I know, but he's got your tax he dollars. He sure does. A lot of it. So, and a lot of it. So it would be a good infrastructure plan based on our last uh, several infrastructure plans, right? Take a bunch of tax dollars. There you go. You're good I to mean, go. it's better than dropping it down to the states, right? Because earlier I wanted the states to do it, and then I remembered that the states are too corrupt. Yes, they are. <laughs> Thanks to our caller reminding me that the states are too corrupt. And I, Scott Rupert tweeting, uh, hashtag the blaze so to give him credit. Imagine speaking of Trump for saying things that <laughs> other would have passed on. Catch the ask Congress to empower his cabinet. And they're like, okay. no, thanks. All right. You also have James in Louisiana saying Jeffy nailed it. Adding mm-hmm. the horn was perfection. perfection. Hashtag the blaze so to. <laughs> that was pretty cool, though. Kathy in the Berg, nothing says bleeding heart because the Democrats stomped the Democrats stomped on it like a Kennedy. Ooh. <laughs> you guys, wow. Steve in Baltimore. Uh, Joe Kennedy speaks Spanish like Chris Cruz speaks English. <laughs> Constitution. Well, uh, that's funny. That's funny. Although, I mean, I understood his Spanish more. Than, no, never mind. Go ahead. Constitutional drunk. Kennedy knows such thingos as illegos. 
<laughs> no, no such thi- no such thing as, as, as you're actually trying to read it in Spanish. Yes, it's not. I know it's not, but you should still do it. No okay, sucho tingoso as ilegados. See, people won't know what you're saying, though. You have to say it kind of like it's yeah, English. Yeah, like, kind of like it's English. I didn't ever realize how much that would fail if you actually have a person with the accent saying, Kathy and the Berg <laughs> tweeting, leave it to the Democrats to give the common core version of the SOTU. Ooh. Amazing. Good point there. Yes, I know. So do you think that he made a difference tonight? No. I, you know, everybody, no. wants to be, everybody wants to be known for making a difference, and he's had a pretty strong year. And he laid out, uh, I don't know that he laid out all of his accomplishments this year, but he, you know, he came close to laying out the good stuff. Difference uh, how? Did it. So, but has he made a, did he make a difference? No, uh, somewhat. Here's, so you have a lot of people, that, uh, obviously the Democrats in there, that they're, they just don't like him. It's done. It's over. Nothing he could say is going to move the needle on them. Right. The Republicans that love him still love him. Any Republicans on the fence, they probably still feel the same way. But I think where he may have... Um, have he's made some, some headway. He's going to make some inroads somewhere, right? He's got to grow a little the bit. Needle, yeah. I think overall where he moved the needle was with some of the minorities when he mentioned the unemployment rate for blacks I think so and Hispanics. Too. It was so if, strong. If you're at home watching and you, you, may, you may be hating you know, Trump and his white supremacist, whatever, and you hear that and you go, wait a minute here. You may not like him, but I think it does tear down some walls where you start paying attention to maybe – some Republican yeah, things are conservative. At some point, if if somebody like the president of the United States says something that you think, wow, is that true? And you look at people who represent you and they have no emotion and aren't clapping and are unhappy looks on their face and you're thinking, but what he said was good. Well, right? if, if look he, around my neighborhood and, you know, more people are working and. There Stores it is. Stores are open. So if you're Why if you're black like and you're in the know, you know that illegal immigration has hurt the black community harder than any other racial group. I mean, it's yeah, not well, even close. It has taken all of those construction jobs and and manual labor jobs that that used to pay pretty well, and it has hurt them the worst. Okay. And if you know that, and then you hear unemployment rate now, you start. Hey, I mean, look at there's a, a a pretty solid number of blacks that have supported Trump. Yeah, so I think that's where he he and and you also make the case then if they know that about illegal immigration hurting their community, then they're also going to likely get on board with some of his some of his immigration policies. So if yeah. he made any headway, that's probably it. I hope so. I hope so. It'd be strong. It's uh, sad that likely it won't do a whole lot of good when it comes down to his immigration deal. I think that's pretty locked in, and uh, the Democrats are just going to stand in the way. Did oh, it have? There's no way they they move, right? I mean, they didn't even. No, there's no way. Now, although Schumer, I mean, hmm. Schumer knows how to wheel and deal. I mean, he's just, just as bad as Trump as far as the, as far as his <laughs> negotiation. Did he make right. any uh, inroads for the midterms? Remember, yes, that, yeah. right. It's primary season, folks. That's a great. The point. primaries are coming up. They're going to start in just the next couple of months. You're going to see the first ones roll out, and then over the remaining few months after that, and then hey, it's summertime, and we're campaigning for this fall. For this fall, yeah. So, based on things like that, the statistics that aren't that he couldn't manipulate, like right. unemployment rates. Do you have some more people that, okay, maybe they don't go out and necessarily support him or hooray Republicans, but maybe they don't jump off the Republican ship? Right they, there. They, they I say, think, hey, let's give it a little more yeah, time. I think, yeah, yep, I, I think you I got think it you right there. I think you got it right there because a lot of people are saying, 
what what is happening? What's going on? But when they start hearing these numbers and they start saying, "Wait a minute, what is going on?" Maybe if we give it another year of a Republican right. House and a Republic, well, of course, President, they were like, "Okay, let let me not jump yet, and let, let's give them another year, a full year, and maybe those numbers will still go even down even further." How about that? I yeah. think that's uh, that could actually play. And in then the deal. middle people will be like, "Wait a minute, okay, so this happened. Maybe if we send them a little bit more Republicans to help them out, those right? Mi- those Re- middle people will be like, "Well, look at that. They're trying with the number. Maybe if we give them maybe three more, right? And what? well, and to that point, what if you give them stronger conservative, conservative. or libertarian Republicans? Exactly. Because the people have stood away again. If you go through Trump's track record, the thing that he was specifically responsible for his office, where he didn't need Congress, you get on the checklist. Uh, Pat Gray did it today on the air. Yep. Yeah, uh, I did it uh, on Glenn's program, and I think mine around the holidays. He voted conservative libertarian very as strong. most would want very strong the opposition in the senate in the house from republicans are not conservative libertarian republicans no it's from the progressives. yes they're the ones who stood in the way of this stuff they're the ones who threw up objections to the tax bill they're the ones who threw up objections to a funding bill and wanted to stand with the democrats yep. on daca yep. which has nothing to do with this so maybe you send the guy a few more a conservative few more. or libertarians. Yeah. Get them some help. So, yeah. and by the way, I have, um, unlike most people in the media, even some of the conservative media, have been on record saying, I don't think this is going to be some landslide. Democrats take power in the House or Senate this fall like everybody thinks. He, you know, they've had a couple of victories in mm-hmm. some of these off elections yeah, they have. or uh, uh, replacement elections where people have yeah. taken office or whatever. And I'm like... I don't think that's an indicator. Unless something dramatic happens, I think the Republicans are still in good shape this fall. Yep. And if Trump keeps that up and we have some more good news, like the economy, whatever, yep. right. Democrats, you're screwed this fall. Especially now the that case. the Democrats are <clears throat> acting like little girls. Well, and plus, they are, uh, they're fractured. Uh, you know, they don't know which direction they want to go. Look at them right now. How many SOTUS coverage, I mean, other speeches are they yeah, doing? They, official, unofficial. Maxine Waters at the BET doing her own so too. They're divided like there's yes, no tomorrow. Are. One thing that America shoes would have seen today, especially from the Democrats, was they're so divided. The black caucus never stood. Nope. The Hispanic whatever legion they call themselves, they were all puff and puff. Yep. Nancy Pelosi, their leader, was all huff and puff. Well, Schumer's their leader now. Right? Oh, Pelosi's the old leader. The, the old right? leader. Sorry, yeah. Pelosi's like. She's wandering around wondering what the hell to do anymore. So what do they well, no, do? Well, no, she in the Senate, so Nancy's in the House. Oh, in the House, yeah. So oh, I yeah, had yeah, it right. right so right, I had it right, yeah. So what do they do now? They have nowhere to go. And by the way, Hillary tried to do something minutes before the SOTU, and it completely failed. Does nice. She, does she know she lost? Was she like, I got to get the what State of the do? Union? What did she do? Wait a she... minute. I'm not I'm the sure president? What... Yeah, what was she trying to what do? What happened? Like I said, I think I don't she, even remember. The, I, I don't remember hearing that she was going to do something before this. Maybe speech. it was the unofficial, unofficial, yes. unofficial Democrat. Former response. Secretary Secretary of State Hillary attempted to upstage President Trump with a long Facebook post about her more recent scandal. It was just a post. She didn't even do it post. live. She didn't nope. read it. it. Was just a Facebook just a, post. That's on the Blaze.com as of a couple hours ago. She tried to timing. upstage Trump's. She, are you serious? She right is, now? Trump can tweet two words and upstage Hillary Clinton, which he hasn't tweeted in a couple hours. 
He told By the people, way, he told people to watch him live, and then that's it. He's home. He has received uh, two thousand shares and two thousand comments. Interesting. All right, a couple more tweets. Uh, Michigan Jackhole tweeting in depth. <laughs> what? It's been really great, but in depth, meh. Yeah, oh come on! It's been great, but not in depth. What? I'll take that. You know, for us, that's pretty good. That's a good. You know what I give that? I give that eleven or a D. <laughs> I give that eleven or a D, either one. One of those. Yeah, I give it. I give it four stars, three thumbs up, an eleven, a D, and a tip of the hat. I mean, that's a great. That is. I mean, those are all standard, right? I give you one of those, right? What's the matter, Chris? Nothing. Nothing. All right. Not a cop tweeting at Doc Thompson. Joe at Real Chris Cruz at Jeffy MRA and the hashtag the Blaze Soto and SNBC's current coverage, third longest Soto in Soto in history. Someone else wrote his speech, and 13 Democrats skipped. Wow. That's uh, pretty much what they have. That's pretty impressive since uh, uh, the second or third longest, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, somebody else wrote it. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that's obviously Barack Obama wrote every word of oh, his statement. Right? None of, of them right. Stop mm-hmm. it. Stop uh, it. XD Crusader tweeting how uh, the blaze so too. Kennedy, no hablo blah blah. <laughs> no, no, it's no habla de. No habla blah blah. De blah blah. Yeah, ready, right, 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 right yeah. there. I, I got it. You got it? Yeah, Kennedy, yeah. no habla de blah blah. Okay, good. That one actually kind of worked for you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Shut up. By the way, do you know, it, so it's the third longest in history, right? And he was really petering at the end, losing oh, some he Still, was, though. Still, though. Again, oh, yeah. He, he remained focused. He did. And, and, but, and had his eye on the ball the entire speech. That's not for him. Oh, oh it's great. tremendous. And again, yeah. it was still a good speech, but I couldn't help but think of Elaine on Seinfeld <laughs> when. George is like, listen, you want to get rid of Jerry's dad? Here's what I do with those old guys. You know, I schedule a late meeting. Right. He goes, they're falling asleep. They can't stay with it or whatever. He can't do the late ones. Okay, that's but what see, it that, is. That's my point. I think that that's why he why he did this is because of all the reports, right? I mean, immediately after the book came 71. out, that's when he that's when he held his his uh, little gathering. Mm-hmm. Remember where he, where they, they talked about immigration? He said he was going to do whatever they brought to him. Mm-hmm. But he came out large and in charge and strong and focused and uh, driven, which was exactly opposite of what they said in that Fire and Fury book. And this is exactly opposite of what they said in that Fire and Fury book and what they're trying to say that he can't do. And he proved them all wrong. That is true. He did. That is true. He and, did. I mean, who cares anyways? I mean, you need sleep at some point. And, Correct. And, and do we expect right? And he's, right. he's not going to sleep Thank at you. seven and in the night and getting up at seven in the morning because we know he's up at two thirty tweeting. Tweeting. Thank you. So he gets up. He gets up in the middle of the night. Hours. Goes and sits on the bath. Sits in the bathroom. Yeah, that's a tweets. prostate thing. But still, he's <laughs> up. Right? He's still <laughs> up. He's still <laughs> up. <laughs> Happens to all of us. You know, hey, he's, he's seventy one. Right. We're asking a lot of seventy one year old right you know, now. It's a trickle when you'd like a stream. It's fine. <laughs> Listen, first of all, he's still good to go. First of all, seventy is. Not that old. Yes, it is. Seventy Uh-oh. is not Uh-oh. that old. Okay. I'm going to let you have live with that one for a minute. Go ahead. Seventy is not that old. Do tell. Let me. I'm just telling you, Doc. Okay, that's fine. all a whole relative, all relative thing. thing. Okay, so fine. seventy is mm-hmm. not that old. So the real question is, what is he going to be tweeting this morning at two thirty? So I know because he because he hasn't he hasn't tweeted in a couple hours. I just checked. Oh, you did. I just okay. checked. He hasn't tweeted in a couple hours. His last tweet was uh, telling watch you to watch tonight. him live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, of course, watch me tonight. I'll be live. <laughs> and uh, he gave the link to 
whitehouse.gov. And, nice. Yeah, so I don't even think that was him. They just said, uh, don't, yeah. we got yeah, you. We Go got ahead. You. Don't worry about it. It's... Pre-read the script. Because that's going to be good. <laughs> uh, yes. By the way, we forgot to mention, he messed up a couple times. And, Jeff, you got those. Yeah, we did. I, I marked yeah, it down as we went through the speech. It was really funny because there were times where he would, It was we were joking around about off script, off script, off script. And uh, he kept going. He kept going. Uh, Any of the beautifuls, those were off script. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I, I mentioned, was, mentioned the pre-show, and I, I mentioned I absolutely love when he gives running commentary during his own speeches. Oh, he's yeah. Like, he's like, and we did this with infrastructure, oh, and we're we going to do this. even more of that tomorrow. Really? Yeah. That sounds awesome. <laughs> that, That's beautiful. It'll be beautiful. That cripple. He, re- he realizes how great it yes. is. He's like, really, that yes. is wonderful. Wow, you yes. should vote for that guy. <laughs> exactly right. That crippled should- America's... Great, beautiful auto workers. Great and beautiful. Now. You know, I've known some auto Oscar. workers. I'm from the Rust Belt, and you're there's from not, Detroit. There's not a lot of great and beautiful ones. <laughs> right and A lot of beautiful. great ones, maybe. Beautiful. Not beautiful. No, No, not that's so not. Dude, auto worker beauty. No, He's stuck don't. with off script, too, so we can get to the Motor City revving its engines once again. That's what, the, that's mm-hmm, what we want to mm-hmm, do. That's mm-hmm. what it is. We want to get to the Motor City revving again. He went way off. Uh, a bunch nations well oh you know that's what he did that's what uh, i've seen what he right. does with the one or i'm reminded now of how he came to uh the wealth. And, where it was supposed to be and the way the script was written and our nation's wealth yes yeah. so he realized and he got to and our wealth yep and then he realized i didn't i skipped nations yep. So he went back. Fail. He went back. Right. Nobody knows. Roll on. Roll on. I know. I know. But he believes that he he missed nations and he wanted to get that in. And he wanted to get in the the strong nation's wealth Mm -hmm. and our wealth and we're so powerful. And I didn't write down exactly what he said, but he went back to nations and then went, you know, reread it again and made sure that he got nation strong. You know, so he went way off script. Because he wanted to be sure to get that in. That whole section he was a little tough on. He went off script three or four times. Wow. Let's see here. Uh, Puerto Rico is my island tweeting. Being Puerto Rican myself, I can defend it, real Chris Cruz. Seven out of ten is a C. I was wonder <laughs> if he was part of the No, Hi- no Child Left Behind Shut Act. Shut up. Really? No, That's he's like- getting your back. Oh. He's trying anyway, oh, okay. but if he was, if Chris was really part either. of the No Child Left Behind, would he be here? Green, that was one that was left behind right here. That's who he was. Green Green 86 reading, if this doesn't go on Stitcher slash iTunes after, I'll never forgive you for calm a week. Calm down. It's going to be podcasted <laughs> in about three minutes, so calm down. Sounds good. Oh, uh, are you testy? I know, right? I know. Some people criticize. I've been here since 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, where have it I been? Okay. 11, about to be midnight. Okay. Hey, uh, remember, we'll have uh, more coverage tomorrow morning on the Blaze Radio Network as part of the Morning Blaze. So join us 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, theblazeradio.com. Please share that on Twitter with friends and family. Of course, Glenn Beck will have some coverage as well following our program, and then Pat Gray tomorrow, too. I mean, we give and we give and we give and we give and we give. No, no, no. no, You're on after Pat, right? Is it part of Pat? How's that work? He lets me come in. Okay. I was a little confused on how it works. All right. So join us tomorrow morning and throughout the evening if you have any questions for us use that hashtag the blaze suit so too follow at doc thompson show see you at 6 a.m eastern you're listening to the state of the union address and analysis from the blaze radio network Direct from the historic newsreels of... Selznick Talking Pictures.